Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Pearl Mania 500. Yep. The husband and wife podcast where they drive out into the deep, Nevada desert, we, go all the way to the that. middle, in nope. the empty desert, nope. where they put on drum and bass music, oh my god, and wait for the rains to come, so they get knee deep in lore, and then they pick that lore, and they throw it at each other, and then they go on social media to complain mm-hmm. that they weren't told that it was ever going to be like this. Yeah, this is exactly what our podcast is like. Yeah. Um, it's uncomfortable. It is. Um, it's a little, like the, like the temperature's off. Right? Yeah, and it's just like mm, I wish I had a sweater. Yeah, or I'm a little too hot. Like there's no in between. And you're like, there's always. It always feels like there's. You're just scratching the surface of where the true horror lies. Yeah, and also you're like really thirsty, no matter how much water you drink. Mm. That's that's the feeling I get from yeah. listening to you. Uh, tell me lore. There we go. <laughs> well, here's the show. <laughs> I'm smiling ear to ear. That's what I do. All right. I know. Because when his name is Dust says, remember to smile, you know what I fucking do? Whatever he says. Exactly. Every single time. Because he's the boss. Because we're old friends. That's what we do. Yeah. Put the old. <laughs> you bringing this type of energy to start the podcast today? Does it make you feel good? Yeah. Does it make you feel proud of yourself? Uh-huh, yeah. All right. So with that, 
Welcome to Pearlmania 500. It's an exciting show. Yeah. We got a lot to cover this episode. What are we covering? Uh, well, you know, first thing I can do, I, I don't usually hit the button this early, but... Yeah. And that's our oh. We're making big guarantee claims out here. Can't say that about Florida. Or Twitter. <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing. I, I do, because some people still keep reaching out every now and then, like, hey, why don't you give updates or anything on Twitter? Uh, No. Uh, I know I just hit the no Nazi guarantee button. That is for the subject of today's episode. But during this moment right here, yeah. Twitter is full of fucking Nazis. It's literally paying Nazis to post uh, fucking Nazi propaganda. And now Nazis are paying Twitter to post the 14 words, Great. which is uh, right into their ad space. Perfect. So just keep that in mind. If you work for any organization that is still uh, posting tweets or on X.com, whatever the fuck that asshole wants to call it, mm-hmm. just maybe make a stink at your work about it. Be like, hey, uh, I don't feel comfortable by having my images put on a Nazi website. Yeah. And just point out to them. And if they have any questions about it, you can just say, hey, why don't you just type in, uh, why don't you just type in ban the ADL and see how many tweets came up against the Anti-Defamation League yeah. or also how the you- owner of the platform... <laughs> is talking about how, you know, the ADL used to be cool, but now it's been taken over by the wokes. Okay. I don't... Oh, God, he's such... A he's such a piece, piece of shit. shit. I just wanted to open with that. I just wanted to open... I, should we open every podcast just talking about what a piece of shit Elon Musk is? Yeah, we should. <laughs> That'd be great, because it really gets my vibes up. Yeah, you know, I just I just want to... I want to bring into the world to remind everyone at all times... Yeah. That whenever you think you're not doing good, yeah, mm-hmm. Elon Musk is just off to the side, yeah, wearing a leather duster, okay, and yelling, "This is lay epic!" as he falls on his fucking face, but somehow makes more fucking money. Yeah, it's like anytime I feel like I didn't get a lot done today, yeah, or I was feeling kind of sick, so I was like laying about and I wasn't doing as much as I was hoping to accomplish, yeah, on my list of tasks, yeah. Um, I just remember that at least I didn't grow up with all of the opportunity of an emerald mind uh, wealth, yeah, of uh, family fortune, and then squander it buying social media to platform Nazis. And every day, all I do is take L's. No, I just, you know, I just didn't feel great. You know, yeah. at least I, at least that didn't happen to me. Which is why this episode, we can tell you it has a... And that's a no-Nazi <laughs> guarantee. But with that, you know, obviously this is another one of our fun episodes. Super fun. It's brought to us by our patrons. Yep. And by sponsors. But if you don't like to hear the regular commercial sponsors, you can always hop over to our Patreon, become a Hey Hun or a team lead, and let's go ahead and greet some new ones this week. Heck yeah, let's go. Hey Hun, let's meet our team leaders. All right, we got 10 this week. Starting off, we have Enigma Hakeem. Hey Enigma, hey Hun. After that, we have Deep Space Feline. I really like that one. That's hey, a pretty good, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a good one. After that, we have, I patroned because Spotify was too slow, and I nuttied my buddy. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. There's a lot in that <laughs> hey, one. Hun. There's a lot in that one. After that, we have underscore the diabetic wonder underscore. Hey, You're going to like this next one. Okay. Born during quack month. 
Yo, that's a Leo usually. It's a <laughs> yeah, Leo. I yeah. love a Leo. Uh, but yeah, August was quack month. We're now we're now moving on. We don't Virgos. know. <laughs> we're in Virgo month. Look out, y'all. We're about to organize some things. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Virgos, the next couple I think go together. Uh, Doctor Phil, my butt. <laughs> Wait, is this spelled P H I? Yes. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, Doctor hey, Phil, hun. my butt. And after that, messy Nessie. No, oh, messy Nessie. <laughs> they came together. All right, heyo. After that, we have <laughs> no. the Thugler. The th- wait, say that again. The Thugler. Oh, with a G. The Thugler. Yeah, the nice. Thugler. Hey, hun. Yeah, I like that one. After that, we have seasonal suade. Hey, hun. Uh, and finally, we have intoxicated and underrated. Yeah, let's go. Hey, hun. And that was hey, hun. Let's meet our team leaders. Speaking of um. The Thuggler, since like I didn't really understand your pronunciation. Oh, thank you. Um, kind of the same I way I pronounce to, Nevada. I, I I need to bring it to the listeners. So uh, Alex recently had a TikTok go viral where he was making fun of Burning Man, the the burners at Burning Man, if you will. Yeah. And in it, he was saying Nevada, obviously, because that's where it takes place. Yeah. And so many comments, so many inboxes and emails telling us that he pronounced Nevada wrong. And then they kept spelling it out. They're like... But each spelling was different. Yeah, but also the spelling it out sounds the same phonetically. Like they'd be like N-E-V-A-H-D-U-H. Nevada. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Nevada? That's like Wisconsin. I know, that's the thing is like, I don't understand... Here's the part that was annoying to me about it, right? Is like, why do I always got to change my accent for everybody? Well, let me just throw this out there real don't, quick. All right. I'm not the one to talk about. No, listen, I'm, I'm fucking. Don't ever know listen, what I'm we got Delco Hoagie Mouths. Mm. All right. We're from Delaware County. I am not from Delaware County. You well, we're from shit. around Delaware County. <laughs> all right. You fucking suck my dick. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's how we're going to talk to each Yo, other. Fucking. That's how this is fucking podcast. I is starting swear today. to God. I got a bunch don't of change fucking your fucking attitude. I'm going to take you out back and throw you being like you've never seen before. Okay. All, all I'm fucking saying is, all I'm fucking saying is, I did fucking karate. It's gonna be a real shame when you get hurt if you don't keep uh, this up. Look at me right now. I'm all looking right? at you. I can fucking pronounce all sorts of things real good. All right. <laughs> I get a fucking bomby. All right. Uh-huh, yeah. I get some. I get some fo. Yeah. All right. I do fucking karate. Yeah. Not karate. <laughs> okay. All right. Fucking Nevada. I don't know, but if anyone But as you as you kept yelling at me, you're like nobody goes to Nevada. No. They go to fucking you Las go to Vegas. Fucking Vegas or you go to Reno. Yeah, That's how we it. do we pronounce that right? I don't care. I don't know. All I know is it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Most people are really just enjoying the fact that there are so many so many people with dreadlocks trapped in mud. Yeah, but also just a bunch of rich assholes. Just rich fuckheads. That lawyer. The, yeah, the the, Nestle the lawyer, lawyer who who the lawyer for Nestle, who argued in front of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. that Nestle should not be held accountable for using child slave labor yep. internationally. Yep, and he won the case. Yeah, he made it out of Burning Man alive. He so, was, but first of all, he was at Burning Man. Yes. That tells you everything you need to know about yes. Burning Man. In yeah. my opinion. It's like him. Humble it's opinion. Diplo. It's Chris Rock. <laughs> I mean, like, people who I don't want to be stuck in a room together. He's all stuck in the mud with. And the thing is, is once I made that TikTok, immediately yeah. the rest of my feed is full of other people at Burning Man. Oh, so yeah. now I have more of an idea of the experience. Yeah. And one of the videos was of Diplo. Oh, no. Getting in a hot air balloon. Okay. 
to fly over Burning Man at dawn okay. to blast his music at the crowd. I would literally kill myself. Why the fuck would I spend $20,000 oh to God. stay in an air-conditioned yurt oh to no. be woken up by fucking Diplo in a hot air balloon if I'm gonna spend like he's in the Wizard of fucking to Oz? To go on, uh, in quotes, vacation, and I, I'm gonna, if I have that much money, catch me at the Four Seasons with like the blinds that like are built into the windows so that you get that uh, bat cave element of sleep. And I don't need Diplo in an air balloon waking me up. Let me wake up at noon because it's my vacation. Yeah, no cat. No cat banging at the door. Yeah, because the no cat dog is barking. Clock. Yeah, yeah no old, dog barking. No, somebody's at home. No neighbor. Care. Yeah, but no dog barking because there isn't a guy across the street slamming his car door a little too hard at well, 7 a.m. every fucking day. My dog needs to let him know. That yeah. He needs to watch his temper. But all these things. It just drove <laughs> me crazy. Cause, and then one person was like, I can't believe you're coming down to festivals. Listen, festivals are fun. I've been to music festivals. They got a time and a place, all right? Yeah, in your 20s. But, but there's a the thing is, like, <laughs> when I found out these yurts, which are basically drywall duct taped together mm-hmm. yep. with an air conditioning unit, a fucking window unit uh-huh. sticking out of the side of it. Yep. And people were paying $20,000 to stay at it. I had to do the math. Mm-hmm. I just want to be clear to everybody. The federal minimum wage in Pennsylvania oh. and most of the United States is seven twenty-five an hour. Yeah. If you work full time, mm-hmm. 52 weeks out of the year yeah. for 40 hour weeks, yep. which is 80 hours over 26 pay periods, yep. you will make $15,000 at the end of the year. Not enough for a year. You are 5K short of a one-week yurt rental. Yeah. So these people, I have no sympathy for them. They were warned, the people who put on the concert, or this whole thing were fucking warned. It's not actually a concert. This whole fucking artist excursion. Oh, my God. When they talk about, oh, you know, well, they're going to take care of everything. And one of the big rules is they don't leave anything behind. In 2017, the people at Burning Man abandoned 5,000 bicycles in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Yep, that sounds right. 5,000 of them. And then they tried to flip it on its head as a PR thing. They're like, well, we we, we recollected the bicycles and okay. we're giving them we're giving them to the victims of Hurricane Harvey down in Houston. Houston, which is so well so well laid out for bicycle use. Cuz when I think of places <sighs> that are really well well laid out for bicycles, yeah. I think of the suburban, Texas. the urban sprawl of Texas and um, Houston and Dallas. Anyway, you, as you can tell, we've been screaming about this to each other for a while now. Yeah. Because once we get a bug in our butts about something, we just like to go down little. And I'm just a fun dude. Yeah, that's true. You're just super fun. That's what the internet always says. Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm definitely chill. That, they're always like, why is this guy's heart not exploding? I'm definitely a chill dude who deserves to go to the middle of the desert. You're not going to be to, surrounded I cannot, by diesel generators I cannot while telling people we're all one community. Who, anyone who would be less equipped emotionally, physically, and spiritually to do this than you. You, I've done it before, you man. Would never survive. I went to listen I'd, way back in the day. Twenties, maybe. When I way back maybe in the in day, twenties, maybe. I went to them. There's a music concert. You can't even handle that. The air conditioner in this room is not on right now. I'm so upset about it. <laughs> you. The day I figure out how to run AC in here you, while recording, you, so it doesn't ruin the listener's experience. You cannot tell me you'd be okay. You wouldn't even make it through the traffic. You'd have to get on a flight. Okay, you want to get on a plane mm. and go through security. Okay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something here, bro. Let me tell you something about airport security. All right? All right. Let me tell you something. They're always like, yeah, you got weapons? And I'm like, yeah, check out these two guns right here. And I throw my muscles and I go, I I did karate. All right? (sighs) I did karate. You did karate. I did karate. In a mall. In a a fucking strip mall. Yeah, dude. 
It was a fucking Delco strip mall karate studio. What but what belt did you get? I made it all the way to fucking black belt. Nice. I did not get certified though. Why not? Because I went away to school. Oh. And they were like, yo, you can get certified in six months. I got the black belt and they're like, it's like official, but like you don't get the piece of paper until so- I, like, I've been doing this shit for five and a half years. Wow. You never got the piece of paper. I never got the piece of paper to put on the wall. Whoa. But you know what I did get? Stolen valor. Stolen valor. Yo, fuck you, dude. <laughs> now I'm mad. <laughs> You know what? I don't even want to do this topic anymore. We got to. You got to do it. All right. Well, after uh, I'm going to hit this thing. Okay. And then people will hear either music uh, if they don't pay money or if they pay money, they just hear music. Oh, okay. And if they don't, then they're going to hear an ad. Oh, man. I Somebody told me they were getting a lot of like Home Depot ads. Ooh, Home Depot. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. we're a Lowe's household, if anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. I mean, I try to go to like a True Value or an Ace Except when acceptable. Except for I did go off about the Home Depot sausage and peppers last episode. You really did, And a though. lot of people were like, yo, bet. I'm driving in. <laughs> I got an email. But that's the thing is don't go in Home Depot. No, don't go in the Home Depot. It's in the parking lot. It's attached to the front of the building. You don't have to go in the Home Depot. All right. All right. We're going to stop. We're going to hit the thing and then we're going to come back with this week's topic. Yeah. I wonder what it is. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, 500. And we're back. We never left. Well, you know, there was a two-second pause in our life. Oh, okay. Uh, and that, that was called our marriage. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, okay, I want to tell you about a lady. Okay. Her name? Yeah. Marta Helena Skowronska. All right. She sounds cool. It's very Polish I used name. to work with a lady named Marta. She was one of my faves. Okay. Well, yeah. that, that's a Polish pronunciation. Marta Helena Skowronska. Okay. She was born April 15th, 1684. 1684? We're yeah. going way back. We're going way back. That's why I can hit the way no back. Nazi guarantee button. <laughs> but then immediately blow it up with Elon screaming. Yeah, sorry. But this is 1684. Okay. Uh, we're in Eastern Europe. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, her dad's name is Samuel. Okay. Mom's name, Dorothea. All right. Okay. It's a blended family. All right. His dad's mm-hmm. family are like from like Belarusia area, mm-hmm. uh, Minsk. Mom is from uh, either Latvia or maybe even Baltic German. Because the one thing that people forget a lot about is when you're looking at Eastern Europe, there's a ton, there's a mix of Germans and Slavs and Poles and all these different people because it's difficult when you're looking at Europe because the Western border of Russia, mm-hmm. it's all flat. 
Yeah. So everyone's just rolling over each other constantly. So you just have these yeah. swaths of people rolling and rolling and rolling. And so there used to be a lot more Germans there until the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. And when the Iron Curtain came down, all the Germans that were spread out in there, they were, you know, they'd be like a larger minority, like 20 to 25% of some of these populations yeah. were pushed all back to Germany. Okay. They were like, get the fuck out of here. You're all just going to Germany. You want to be fucking German so bad. Get over there to Germany. Because right. they're all pissed off about that. So Marta's parents are this mix of just about everything. So she's yeah. kind of like a mutt. And the, the very uh, American of her. Yeah. And the, and the issue that we have is that her life is very hazy because it's 1689 and uh, it's 1684. Okay. And she's a woman. Yep. So, so the, and on top of that, what's... she's she's not a noble woman. Oh, okay. So she's just some some girl. Yeah. They're not going to write about her in the books. No, exactly. Um, so in 1689, the one thing we do know. Okay. Both of her parents died of bubonic plague. Oh, all right. That sucks. So she's orphaned. Okay. Uh, Wait, how old is she? She is five years old. Okay, orphan. She's an orphan at five. Yeah. Uh, her four other siblings, mm-hmm. also orphans. Okay. But uh, don't worry. Uh, because again, we don't really know how terrible her life is. Okay. Cause there's no, they just become uh singing pickpockets like the newsies. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not how that, I think. No? Are you thinking? No, you're thinking Oliver. No, the newsies. The new, it's been a long time since I've seen the newsies. They, they're like the Were sing, they pickpockets too? Pickpockets, right? Well, I'm Oliver was sure. pickpockets. The newsies sold newspapers. That's oh, why they're newsies thought, and they're in a union. I feel like they were pickpockets no, too. Am I thinking they, Oliver? You're thinking Oliver. You're thinking because mm. in both cases, the children wore vests. And little um, sad beige. Suspenders. Suspenders. Yes, yeah. that's what you're thinking. That's why you're confusing I'm the two. I'm just picturing little British children in the slums. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is 16. This is way 80s. different. So this is poor kids wearing sackcloth. Yeah. Where they're like, ah, what do we want? Do you want to, should, should potatoes go in here or children? And they're like, children, make armholes. <laughs> um, so again, her life is very hazy. Yeah. Now there's rumors about her life later. Okay. Of what they say happened to her. And one of the rumor is that she is basically becomes a, a house servant. All right. Which is either a scullery maid or a washerwoman. To a family in Latvia. Now, today we call it Latvia. If you're looking at a map mm-hmm. and you got Russia on the one side, yeah. there are these three little states that are at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latvia and Estonia and Lithuania are all up there. Mm-hmm. There are three little tiny little guys. Well, Latvia was a part of the Swedish Empire or Russian Empire or the Lith- Aust- the Polish-Lithuanian Compact. Like, There's all these different groups that are like moving through there. Yeah. So today it would be Latvia. And... Um, one of the claims is that she works for a Lutheran minister from the age of five okay. to the age of 17. Working at five. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, again, yeah. this is back. We don't have, there aren't dishwashers. Yeah. So you need a person. Need uh, there little, aren't, there little aren't little washing machines. Hands to yeah. Do your dishes. There aren't washing machines. Okay. No one's invented Swiffer wet jets yet. So Ew. you got to have to scrub what? stuff. Okay, no one is using Swiffers to really, truly clean anything. Yeah, but even for a spot clean, you need to... It's this, just a maxi pad strapped to a dry mop, and babe, then it smooshes the fucking... Babe, I'm talking about 1690? <laughs> no, I'm just arguing about Swiffers. I know now. you are, but I'm saying it's 1690. If you just want like a quick pass, you need a child to do that. Yeah. All right? You need your child worker to do that. Yeah. Okay, so just different things like that, you know, milking stuff. Like, there's just stuff to do. Okay. Back then, they milked more things. <laughs> Almonds, oats. Is that what you're talking about? No, not. No. You can't milk an almond 
Everyone tells you that all the time. Big Milk is a big sponsor of this podcast. I might be. If we, no, spe- if we speak no. well enough about milk, uh, well, there's money in it. I'm not a big milk person. You know I know you're not. Me. You're really grossed out by milk. I don't. Okay. I like cheese and I like ice cream and I like dairy products, but I, I you're not going to catch me drinking a glass of milk. That's just weird. Dude. Yeah. The way you leave a room when <laughs> I add milk to cereal. Gross. Yeah. I'm out. A thing I rarely eat, but when I, I do, you're like disgusting. Gnarly. Get me out of here. But then you have a whole podcast conversation about how I need to eat more cereal. I know, just in the other room because you put milk in okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, 1690. Okay. So she works there. Now, the minister that she's working for, um, he, again, we don't know. Okay. But it's claimed that it's a very famous minister who who was one of the first people to translate the Bible into Latvian, the local language. Oh, okay. Now, that's weird because he's clearly a scholar and a learned man, uh, but Marta never learns how to read or write. Oh. Her entire life, she is never going to learn uh, how to do that. All right. All right? So in 1702, Mm -hmm. Marta's around 17 years old. And now, again, we don't know if this is true, but it's been said in a story that she was a fucking smoke show. Oh, okay. That this is like the hottest 17-year-old Uh-oh. in 1690. Oh, all right? Out. Like YouTubers were like, hey, what's up? Oh, no. Hop into I, the Instagram DMs. No. Okay? Okay. It's bad. I don't know. It makes me nervous. Now, the Lutheran minister's wife okay. doesn't like this. Well, all right. Because Lutherans, unlike Catholic ministers and Catholic priests, they're allowed to fuck. Oh, shit. And they're allowed to get married. But That's she, a big he, part of Lutheranism. But the, he's already married to her. Yes, he's married to his wife. So she's worried. And they had kids. Okay. And they have a son. All right. And the Lutheran minister's wife is worried. Oh, the son. That the son will fall in love with hot Marta. God damn it, hot Marta. And she's like, I can't have that happen. Yep. Because she's just some wench. Like, this yep. is back when wench, like, like, fucking carried weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you call somebody a wench, you're like, damn, dude. Harsh. That's like calling somebody, like, a gas station cashier. <laughs> It's the same level. Is is that the same level? A gas station okay. wench. Yeah. How many? How many people? All right. You're watching the local news. Mm-hmm. Gas station cashier gets shot. Okay. How how many minutes do you think they're gonna? Local oh, news is gonna I give see that. What you're saying it's a class thing. Yeah, it's totally okay. a class thing. She's Got a wench. It. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, Martha hot as hell. Martha's super hot. Got 17. it. Seventeen. Um, and so. They got to get rid of her. (laughs) There's nothing else they can do. They're like, listen, you're too hot. You got to get out of here. It's only another 200 years till Swiffer wet jets are here. So we don't need you anymore. (laughs) The Swiffer wet jets is so terrible. Yeah. So they watch this episode, get a Swiffer commercial. Yeah. So, so when they uh, move, when they move Marta, uh, the way to get rid of her is you do the only good Christian way you can. Okay. You marry her off. Not to their son, though. Not to their son. Okay. No, because the good news is we're in the middle of a thing called the Great Northern War. Oh. Yeah. That's and, great, yeah, I guess. It's, it's a very, very big war. And um, the Great Northern War is a war that basically ended uh, or weakened the Swedish Empire. Okay. Did you know Sweden had an, had an empire? I did not. No, at one point, Sweden was like one of the strongest militaries in Europe. Okay, really? Like, terrifyingly so, until about this moment. Oh. 
So who weakened them? Russia? Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. That's what like most of this episode is about. Oh, all right. Yeah. So the uh, the Great Northern War is happening. So they look around. They're like, we got to marry this lady off. So they find a Swedish dragoon whose name is either... Hold the fuck. What the hell is a dragoon? I knew you were going to ask that, so I actually wrote it down. <laughs> a dragoon is a mounted infantryman in an army. Now, okay. that's different than cavalry Okay. in this time period. So a cavalryman, you know what that is. It's a guy on a horseback, mm-hmm. and he rides up with a sword. Ah, I'm going to chase you off, right? Yeah. These guys were guys on horseback, but they carried long rifles. And the idea being, oh, we can move our guys with long rifles to the right position where they can then hop off their horses and start shooting. So they're like Canadian Mounties. No, not at all. No? Okay. Actually, absolutely not at all. Oh. Nothing in common oh. whatsoever. That's why I pictured them. I just pictured a I know. big hat. But there's dragoons are famous throughout. Yeah, they did actually have big hats. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. but it was like those big tri-corner hat type of deals. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, so they're really dragging it up, real dragging. Oh shit. no! Listen, this is the 1690s, 1700. Yeah. Everything, everything is pastels. Perfect. Everything is drag. Everything is wigs. Everything is powder and makeup and arsenic, baby. Yeah. Ooh, they're putting the oon in the dragoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they serving? Are they serving fish? No, they're serving dragoon. <laughs> All right. So she marries him off, and we don't know this guy's name. Okay. Uh, no we name. we we think his first name is Johan. Johan and, and, and his last classic. name's either Cruz or Rab. R-A-B-B-E. Oh, all right. All right. Again, we don't know. You know why? why? Because they don't keep records on her? Because she's a woman. Yeah. And it's, 16, it's 1702. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it, this actually doesn't matter. All right. Because in eight days, all right. Johan and the entire Swedish army mm-hmm. fucking leave. Where'd they go? Oops, they just fucked off. They lost. Oh, and so they, they left just, her? They just rolled out of town. Well, because I think that it, it it's not very clear from the places I was reading, but I feel like they rolled out in a hurry. Okay. And so they probably had to like leave behind their baggage leave. train. They ran away. It just said withdrew. Uh, yeah, But okay. it felt like, well, we're going to bravely, we're bravely withdrawing. Okay, you're leaving in the middle of the night. Got yeah. it. So that's when the Russian army shows up. Uh-oh. Now, again, we were talking about the Great Northern War. This, uh, the Great Northern War is a 21-year long conflict okay it uh it all started and it's a war between the swedish empire and basically everyone else in eastern europe all right so it's sweden 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 against the world yeah and the thing is is like in this case it's because everyone else's bags of dicks (laughs) because the swedish empire was all right from what i can read yeah and you know obviously it's still an empire so it's still you know not holding some groups of people in bondage and things like that but the people who they were fighting are the Polish-Lithuanian uh, Commonwealth, Saxony, Den- uh, Norway-Denmark, mm. the Norway-Denmark, uh, you know, like configuration, and the Russian Empire. Yeah, it's a bit much. So they're all going head-to-head. And the reason for because of this is because there's a new king of Sweden, and all his right. name is Charles Twelfth. And the thing about Charles, Charles. the Twelfth, That's yeah. not a very Swedish name. Well, there's 12... So far, oh, twelve okay. Charles Kings sure, okay. of Sweden. It just doesn't feel Swedish. It doesn't feel like I'd go into the IKEA and find a chair called the Charles. How about this, Charles? <laughs> Is that better, <laughs> Charles? Lots over top of the A. Charles eats wheels. There you go. Okay, that thank better. You. Thank you. All right, so that's same. That's more Swedish. Yeah. Bork bork. <laughs> that better. Yeah, perfect. All right. No one will write in about me doing that, but Nevada. <laughs> so the thing is, is Charles. Uh, he was incredibly young like he oh. but like 
but not like problematically young. So like sometimes when a kid's like eight, nine, 10 years old and they become the king, they get a regent and they're given like their uncle or there's a cousin who also has military prowess. Charles is like 18 when he becomes king. Okay. So there isn't really a regency at all. There's a council, but it isn't a regency and he's just like given the army and everyone's like, yo, and he's like kind of balding. Balding. Oh, what a yeah! Like, like he dude. he has like issues. Like when you look at him, you're like, yo, I can take this fucking nerd. <laughs> and the thing is about Charles is from reading about him, he he like doesn't. He's not fun. Oh, see what he's like. Imagine a very studious eighteen year old kid. Like all he cares about, but he cares about like the analytics of war. You know what I mean? Oh. Like he's super into like reading war theory and like doing army stuff. He's not super into girls. Like any of this type of stuff. He just like loves military stuff. He's like, we put on our, we put on our clean, fancy coats and we march in circles mm-hmm. and maybe squares. Okay. And if we get really fucking crazy, all right, we'll do a triangle. Oh shit. Not That's a triangle. That's a fucking wild time. All right. That's crazy. And the thing is, is everyone like looked at this guy's like, yo, we could all fuck this dude up. Like yeah. that's every nation, but especially one dude. Uh, okay. Okay. And uh, this guy, not Russian. Uh, this guy I was really thinking it was going to be the Russians. I know you really were. You really were thinking this guy's name is August the second, Augustus the second, Augustus the second. Yes. He's also known as Augustus the strong. Oh, see, he's got a banger of a nickname. Yeah. Now let me read you his full title. This is his full translated title from Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. Augustus the second. By the grace of God, King of Poland, Grand Duke of Lithuania, Ruthenia, Prussia, Masovia, Samogitia, Livonia, Kiev, Volhynia, Podolia, Podlachia, Smolensk, Severia, and Cherniv, and hereditary Duke and Elector of Saxony. Shit, dude. Yeah. That was the intro every time? That was the intro. Every time this dude walked in the road, like, ladies and gentlemen, presenting... <laughs> Augustus, by the grace of God, King of Poland, Grand Duke of Lithuania, Ruthenia, Prussia, Masovia. Why am I sounding like Trump? Uh, That's got weird there. But anyway, he's also the hereditary duke and elector of Saxony, which Uh means he's part of the Holy Roman Empire, which is really Germany back then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's all this crazy stuff. Now, this is an exact paragraph I lifted from Wikipedia. Augustus's great physical strength earned him the nicknames the Strong, the Saxon Hercules, and Iron Hand. Iron Hand. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, Augustus Iron Hand. Oh, man. That feels a little Warhammer. Can I call him Gus? 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 Absolutely not. Come on. You do not want to call this man Gus. I ain't scared of him. He's long dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you come for me, Gus. <laughs> He's long dead. <laughs> He's long dead. You're not worried about the king of Prussia? No, dude, what? All right. The king of Prussia mall. What? Whoa. <laughs> I shop in your corpse. All right. So um, one of his things, so he liked to show off how strong he was. And he was a big, strong, strapping dude. Yeah. And one of the ways he liked to show off how strong he was was by breaking horseshoes with his bare hands. Okay, honestly, that is, that's pretty Like he'd strong. pick up horseshoes and just fucking that's rip fucking them in strong, half. Dude. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something funny like fights bears, but like ripping a horse. Funny shoe? story. Okay. Funny story. Okay. He was also super into fox tossing. What the fuck is fox tossing? Oh. Is it like cornhole with foxes? You were so close. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so insane. I want to stress to everyone. I want to stress to everyone. Um, uh, before video games were invented, a lot of people blame a lot of the world stuff on video games. Yeah. Before television, mm-hmm. video games, yeah. movies, the printing press. Yeah. Right. Well, the, they had the printing press back then. So we'll go with movies, television, video games. Mm-hmm. I want to let you know that uh, the pastime of rich people was animal abuse and sexual assault. Yeah. I mean, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed the, at we all. We all go to see Barbie. They're yeah. still doing the same thing on hunting humans on islands or some shit. Or maybe going to a dry lake bed where they can take Molly and fuck <laughs> each other. So anyway. Tell me about this fox game. So fox tossing. This, I had to look it up because yeah. I was like, don't tell me he's like picking up foxes like Nerf footballs and just winging them at bitches. No, no. No. So what they would do is you would get these long sheets. So they're about like a two foot long piece of fabric. Okay. Okay. So two foot wide, sorry. And about 20 to 25 feet across. All right. All right. And what they would do is they would hold these sheets and typically it'd be a man and a woman. Because this is a game you play with your ladies. Oh, okay. And what they would do is they would let a fox go. They'd chase a fox across. Mm -hmm. And then you were both supposed to grab each end. And then as the fox crosses the sheet, pull as hard as possible. So it slingshots into the air? So it slingshots the fucking fox into the air. This is what we used to do with the parachute when we were in like kindergarten. Yes. No, it's the parachute. It's the parachute. It's a two-person parachute. Okay. And the idea is you're murdering an animal. So you got it. Because it sounds funny. It sounds funny, right? (laughs) But I looked it up, and they said the highest that they ever tossed one was 7.5 meters into the air. Holy shit. Which is like, we're we're talking like stories. That's like two stories into the air, so 20 plus feet. So they both pulled at the same time. As fast and as as hard as possible. So that it slingshots the fox into the air. Yes. And then they giggle, and they're like, ha, 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 look at the fox. And then it would land. And break its back or be bludgeoned or whatever. And if it wasn't completely dead, then they'd have either they or their servants would run up giggling and smash the animal to death. Yeah. That, I mean. So here's how Augustus did it, though. Oh, Gus had a different. Gus had a different strategy. Oh, shit. So, you know, I heard I I told you like one hand on each side. Yeah. Gus, one finger and just his thumb. He'd pinch. pinch it. Okay. And then you have two strong guys on the other side. And he would just hold it. So when the fox would come across, he would just pull a little bit. Yeah. And so he would fling them in the air with just using his one finger. Wow. And they were like, that's how, because this is how it said, um, engaging a fox tossing by holding the end of his sling with just one finger while two of the strongest men in his court held the other end. Uh, He's also notable for fathering a very large number of other children. Um, A famous tossing contest that Augustus held in Dresden. All right. At which 647 foxes. Okay, they're depleting the fox. Uh, uh, what's it called? Like uh, stock ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're basically over. Because again, this is also, also going back to like the be idea like, of Why fox are there hunting. There's so many fucking rabbits next year. <laughs> well, funny story. No. Because they also killed 533 rabbits. Oh my God. 34 badgers. The, what did the badgers do? And 21 wildcats. What? Yeah. So one of the things- This is, is how you get a bubonic plague because now you got nothing but rats. Yeah. Because they just- This is why we needed <laughs> rat terriers. 
We had to breed rat terriers. Okay, that was a really because funny rich moment people... on TikTok for me. Oh, when you saw the British rat terriers <laughs> killing got... rats? Well, no, because I got into the whole algorithm of nothing just but British people with rat terriers attacking rats. It was so crazy. It was like two days. I couldn't see anything else. So, so again, I just want to be clear. Okay, they're slingshotting they're critters. They're slingshotting, the and this Augustus the Second is mm-hmm. considered Augustus the Strong at this time. He is the P. Diddy of Europe. <laughs> like He's people, the coolest dude. Everyone's like, dude, this guy. Oh, my God. We went over to his house. We got hammered. Mm. We started fox tossing. <laughs> then he just started fucking everybody in front of us. Because he had, some contemporary sources said, he had between 365 and 382 bastard kids. Woo, that's a full-time job. While constantly losing wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude just got hammered, this, fucked. Yep. Killed things, yeah, and people were like, "God chose him." Yeah, God, God chose that one for sure. Now, the reason why you forgot that he's also just like at the starting of all of this, like when the party is started, he's like, "Let's pop the keg, boys!" And then he breaks a horseshoe and uses half of the horseshoe <laughs> to slam the keg open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, like you know, sometimes when you think about the Disney shows and stuff like that, like they'll talk about um, who's the bad guy from Beauty and the Beast, Gaston, Gaston. And, you know, some people think, like, oh, he's... I, I've heard a few people argue he's, like, too scary for kids. Yeah. But I'm like, August the 2nd, right here. <laughs> August the Strong. I started reading into him a little bit. His life is fucking weird. I don't know if there's enough there for, like, a full deep dive podcast. Yeah. But I wanted to really highlight. As I heard about this dude, I'm like, I gotta highlight this dude. You like, know what's this crazy, is crazy is, like, if you are one of the people that did, like, the 23andMe or whatever... And, cause and you that's came a back lot to this dude. Of fucking kids. That dude probably has a big uh, carbon footprint when it comes to kids out yeah. there. Yeah, the I mean he doesn't. Way. He's not. He's no Genghis Khan, but he's yeah. he's definitely been around. Okay, well, we're, um, I think we all got the Genghis Khan. Ah, right? uh, I think it's, I think they say what like one tenth of the world. Yeah. Yeah, something I think crazy. I do. Well, well, why you're gonna do it? No, I think one don't of my you give them, anybody your DNA? No, one of my family. The only people who it. get your DNA are me. Whoa, that's a really weird, creepy thing to say. It's a very direct threat. (laughs) Give me that DNA. Oh, God. Okay, what's next? Okay, so I I brought up Augustus and his partying ways. Yeah. Because, again, like I said, he's not a great wartime leader. He's big and he's strong and Mm. he keeps fucking up. But he was such a party animal that he became very good friends with Peter I of Russia. Okay, Peter, party animal dude. Yes. Loved it. Was fighting bears. For a good time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I want to go back here to uh, Marta. I again. was wondering what Marta's doing. Yeah, so Marta... Probably helping clean up dead foxes, Again, it's not clear mm-hmm. what's going on with She got Marta. abandoned by her flyby husband. Yeah, so it's it's basically... So the, the Swedish dude fucks off. He's like, oh, I gotta go get meatballs. And he runs yeah. away. And um, again, there's a lot of rumors. Uh-oh. A lot of rumors and insinuations about mm. what happens to Marta. Because uh, one rumor is that she became a laundry woman in the Russian field marshal's camp. Okay. Uh, there's also other rumors that she traveled with the minister that she used to work for. Mm-hmm. That she traveled with him uh, as he worked as a translator for the Russian army. Okay. There's also another uh, rumor that she was uh, taken and stripped down to her undergarments and presented to the brigadier general of the Russian army to be made into her mis- his mistress, uh, or she became his maid. Okay. We literally don't know. I mean— We have no idea, and the thing is, again, because 
of the history back then, all you really get is rumors and innuendo. But what's important is that she ends up making it to Moscow. Okay. So she goes from, uh, you know, that that small area over there on the coast, the Baltic Sea. Yeah. She's now in Moscow, and it's 1702. All right. When she gets there, she eventually joins the household of Prince Alexander Menshikov. All right. Now, this guy is the best friend of Peter the First. A lot of people being best friends with Peter out here. Yeah. Peter's actually, like, really good at making friends. Yeah. He's also really good at murdering them. Uh, yeah. Because, like, if you fucking cross him, it's done. That's how you know you got best friends. Yeah. He's like, we best friends. Like, <laughs> we best friends. You want to build bunk beds? Ah, uh, Peter, I'm like, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's. I'll use your bones to build the bunk bed. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, we have no idea about Marta's relationship with, I'm going to call him Menchikov from here on okay, out. Okay, Menchi. Menchi. We don't know what their true relationship is. We don't know if they're actually if she was actually his mistress. We don't know if she just worked there or anything. Mm-hmm. But she's a woman in a country where serfdom is legal. Yep. And she's a woman. Yep. And it's 1702. So we don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, it could be better than we expect. Could it's, be worse. It's not going to be better. It's Russian. Yeah. So. Uh, part of the thing is with Menshikov is this guy, he's a little bit of a schemer, a little bit of a plotter. Okay. So again, there's other rumors and innuendo because one of the things is that Menshikov, he doesn't, uh, like Peter the first mistresses. They're a what? little, yeah, he, cause you know, why does he have opinions on them? Well, because you know, mistresses get in a, in a ruler's ear and they might say something. They'd be like, yo, you know, that Menshikov guy, he's a. I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, I don't think he's good at war. <gasps> just saying, like, I don't you know. Dear, that's very nice. You know, no, I mean, I'll, I'll, maybe fire him. I'll, maybe I'll do the maybe I'll do the weird stuff. <laughs> that's only for my birthday. Yeah, you know, that type of thing. Like, those, that was kind of his worry. Okay. And so there's a rumor that he set up Peter the First mm-hmm. to meet Marta at his house, hoping that Peter would fall in love with her. And then he would have a control over Peter also in the bedroom. So he wasn't afraid of the other ones. He knew the power of them and he wanted an insider. Yes. Got 100%. it. A hundred percent. That's what the claim is. Again, we have no way of knowing. He was like, let me get a spy in there. Yeah. It's a lot of court intrigue. This yeah. is an emperor we're talking about. This is czar we're talking about. So um, uh, in 1703, Peter finally meets Marta. Okay. Uh, at his at the at Menshikov's home <laughs> and he's like mid yeah now <laughs> let me tell you the one thing I'm kidding I know it's not what he said <laughs> let's say the one thing that I'm thankful for but in the history of this podcast of everything we've talked about so far but when Peter the first meets Marta she is 18 whoa so you oh know what just God. for Russian history's Woo! sake Let's go. You know, 18. That's all we can fucking. That's that. Listen, that part of her brain isn't fully developed, but she's allowed to vote in America. But in the time she doesn't live. We're here for bare minimum, baby. (laughs) The bar is on the floor. So uh, before she could officially become his mistress, I mean, they clearly fuck. But before she could get the official title, he walks in. Because again, the part of what they said is that Menshikov like knows Peter's taste. Yeah. So he's like, hmm. Mm, got it. So Mench- Menchi could have been like it, when she was just uh, doing laundry and he was looking at her and he was like, yo, let me let me get you in my house. I like to think of it more as that uh, Freddie Prince Jr. movie where he walked over. He's like, you look better with your hair down. Oh, One uh, of those. she's all she's that. She's all that. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, yeah. take the glasses and the ponytail off. Yeah. Boom, oh, look. Hottie. Oh, my God. Wow. Boom hottie. Who knew this incredibly attractive woman who's wearing glasses and overalls is attractive even more when she take off the glasses and if overalls? If only she would stop talking. Oh. <laughs> okay, so. So um, to become the official mistress, because there's a title for that. Oh, she got the karate black belt certificate in mistress? You proud of yourself? <laughs> she got the GED cert from <laughs> community college. So before she could do that, she had to convert to Russian Orthodoxy. Oh, bummer, dude. <laughs> yeah. Woo. She got to go through a full that's Russian a Orthodox list. conversion. That is a mess. That is a mess. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot without, of stuff. Sta- that is all standing. Without going too much into my personal life, uh, uh, some of my family is Russian Orthodox. Yeah. When I was very young, uh, they would... I had one family member that would always that would take us, and it was like, if you found out that that aunt was like, "Oh, we're gonna pick up the kids," you'd be like, "I'm sick." Anything but that. Send me to the Catholic mass, because. But the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I always fell for it though, because you would stand there for two hours listening to Russian that you didn't understand, and it was so long and boring and painful as a child, but. Fresh pierogies and kibasi afterwards. So your girl still went. Nice. Your girl was like, "All right, I guess." So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do. I just the only thing I really know about Orthodox is I've never been to Orthodox service, but well, I've seen stuff in things. And the biggest thing I would see, I remember uh, Total Divas. <laughs> done, done. E. Not Total Divas. Yeah, remember Lana? Yeah, CJ, uh, who is Miro. Uh, whatever the the one wrestler yeah he's bulgarian yeah and she got married in america and in bulgaria yeah and she had to go get baptized in the mm-hmm. bulgarian orthodox church yep and they had to have a bulgarian wedding yep and she was like the baptism she was just wet they just put her in a dunk <laughs> tank and she just had to sit there like as some dude berated her yep in bulgarian for like an hour yeah and then the actual wedding was like the most boring thing i've ever seen it was just a series of like, it was this beautiful countryside. Everyone's gorgeous. Yeah. The food looks stunning. And they're all yeah. just standing there looking fucking miserable. I was like, yeah. They're just like, Orthodox. get to the part where we get to eat the Golubkis. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, she gets baptized and she converts to Russian Orthodoxy. Okay. Where she is now no longer known as Marta Helena Skowronska. Okay, new name. She is now Yekaterina Alexeyevna. Ooh. Which is, uh, in English, is Catherine. Okay, yeah. So now she's Katerina. officially, Katerina is now Catherine. Got her, Catherine. Um, a year later, 1704, at 19, she gives birth to her first child with Peter. Okay. Uh, who they named Peter. Perfect. Peter, he doesn't seem like an egomaniac at all. Not at all. Yep. How many other Peters did he have? Uh, did, I'm, I'm, we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Because so you here's the thing. So, so I've been around. calling him Peter the first, but but most people will know him as Peter the Great. Yeah. Uh, he is a turning point in Russian history. He's the one who basically converts uh, Russia from Eastern looking to more Western looking, mm-hmm. and. He does so much. So I want to talk a little bit about Peter the Great to give a concept to to the listeners of the world that this woman just walked into. Okay. Um, So the first thing you need to know is that when Peter was 10 years old, there was a a vote of the nobles to name Peter the Tsar of Russia. Okay. When he was 10. Um, He was then taken in front of the people. 
mm-hmm. and the people accepted people of Moscow then accepted him as the Russian as the Russians are. Okay, and so this is an important time because back then we think of Russia today as the giant landmass. Yeah, it wasn't that big back then. Yeah, it really is more or less the principality of Moscow. Russia today, like like the actual like old Russia was like the size of like Texas. Imagine Texas. Mm-hmm. Then taking over the rest of the country. I mean, terrifying. Listen, but like, that's, yeah, but that's, that's kind of their plan. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. They're doing it through the textbooks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, but, you know, so, but that was a big part of it. And there was a palace coup. Okay. There is a group of elite. Against Ru- the 10 year old? Yes. Okay. There is a group of elite. Ru- there's an elite Russian military corps back then called the Streltsky. Oh, that's their that's that their sounds name. Sounds like some type of cookie I would eat. It Strelsky. does, yeah, it's Streltsky. Um, these guys threw a coup and uh, they murdered a ton of Peter's family mm-hmm. in front of him, horrifically. Yeah, and I'm like, we're not talking about just like a little stabs. I mean, like chopped them up, running down the hallways, carrying limbs, oh. beheading people, tossing him the head. He's ten. Okay. And they did all of this so that way Peter's half-sister, Sophia, Mm -hmm. could install herself as a regent. And she declared that Peter wasn't the only czar. She said that his brother, Ivan, was the co-czar. There's no, you don't co-czar. Well. In the, in the, when you're czarin, there's only one. So the problem is, is that Also, how old is Sophia? Sophia's older. Um, She's in like her 30s. The reason and That's Ivan and Ivan is the older brother. He's actually over eighteen, but he's mentally incapacitated. Oh, I see. Yes. So she's trying to use Ivan as a puppet for her own power scheme. Yes, because the whole thing is Peter is actually the younger son mm-hmm. from the second marriage of the prior czar. Ivan and Sophia are from the first marriage. Got it. So they're like, no, we want to protect the line. And he's like, no. that." And this is really important because this this is the Romanov dynasty. Yeah. Because uh, it's the Romanov family at this point. They had an issue about 100 years prior of them not having a family, like royal family anymore. And a bunch of people called the false Dimitris kept showing up. <laughs> where everyone kept being like, Dimitri's dead. And then a guy would show up and he's like, hello, I'm Dimitri now. And everyone's like, no, you're not. You're Polish. Wait, isn't that what happens in Adam's family? Yes, yes, that is exactly <laughs> what happened in Adam's family with Uncle, with Uncle, Fester. <laughs> Uncle Fester. Yeah, yeah they just Uncle Festered over and over. They again. just kept doing it. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. So so this happens when Peter is is ten. Um. The coup. Yeah. Uh, gives Peter PTSD. They don't have a term for that back then, but he does have noticeable facial tics the rest of his life. Yeah. Probably not helping things but also probably partially related. He also suffers from epileptic seizures. Okay. These are both kind of state secrets. So he has a weird tick Mm -hmm. and then he grows up to be six foot eight. Shit. That's fucking tall, dude. Yeah. He's the same, same height as my dad. (laughs) Listen, so he is, he is a tall dude. Yeah. He's a giant of a man with a, with a bit of a tick with a bit of a tick. Okay. Um, at 16, uh, he's then, you know, like he's again, he he keeps like sneaking out and he's like to be is among the he, people. As, wait, OK, so when he's 16, is he czar or Kozar? He's still Kozar. He's Kozar. But he doesn't really have power. But he also like doesn't seem to care because he's like, whatever, I'm rich. Like he looks around the rest of Russia. He's like, I'm still doing good. Yeah. Uh, like here's the one thing yeah. is the one thing I'll give him because like he later 
They're all crazy because absolute power makes you go fucking nuts. Yeah. But he can constantly look around. He's like, well, I'm not fucking you. That would suck, dude. <laughs> have you seen your life? You're a fucking surf. P.U. <laughs> I have soap. Like It's fuck. made of fresh bear fat. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, let me go sit down here with my meal that every meal that has meat in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, rich. I, yeah, I fucking have you met money? <laughs> no, they no, have. they haven't. They literally don't know what money is. Yeah, they've potatoes are a delicacy. <gasps> they are delicacy. But back then, I mean, like they're like pretty new, <laughs> like pretty new on the scene. <laughs> we're pretty close to post potato. No, we're we're post potato, but it's like but it like, t- still takes new. time to spread. Yeah, it doesn't spread like one of my TikToks within hours. Wow, it takes wow, centuries. Ego, wow. Um. So at 16, he uh, he finds a boat. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. He finds a British boat. Oh, he finds a British. Why the fuck is there a British? There's boat just like in an Russia? abandoned British boat. Like it was, it's British made. Okay. And he finds it, and he gets like fascinated with it. Yeah. Peter's like, oh my god, this fucking boat. It's the coolest thing. And then I can't remember if he found it or if somebody gives it to him. Gives him a sextant. What the? It's not. It's what, not what you what think it is. What did you just say? It is an astronomy thing. That sailors use okay. to figure out their position when traveling. Like a, so, a night compass? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. it's like one of those. He doesn't know how to use it, but he's like, this thing is the coolest thing ever. Okay. It reminds me very much, um, and the way it's described, you know when you're watching a post-apocalyptic movie, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like the guy who survives, and he's like thrown like 30 years into the future, and okay. now it's Mad Max world, right? Yeah. And then there's somebody who's like, using a Game Boy wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then someone comes by and is like, Ugh. the guy's like, no, because I have the power of the talking box. And he's yeah. like, it's for Mario. Yeah. You know? That's Peter the First with a sextant. Like, he yeah. can't figure he it no out. no idea what he's looking no at. No idea what he's looking at. Yeah. But he's, like, fascinated by it. So he goes out of his way to, like, find out more about the world. So this is what starts him down the path of, like, I want to know what Europe is. Okay. Because, again, the entire time he's looking around, he's like, this place kind of fucking sucks. I'm rich as shit. I should be able to leave. Yeah. Now, in 1689, at the same year Marta's parents were dying of the bubonic plague. Yep. When she was five years old. Because there's so many uh, plagues because they're killing all the animals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter was 17. Okay. And he was married off. To his his wife. All right. Her name is Eudoxia Fyodorovna Lupkina. You just said so many things. Yes, but Eudoxia is her first name. Eudoxia? Eudoxia. Yeah, E-U-D-O-X-I-A. E-U. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things they did in Russia, which I find kind of fascinating, Mm -hmm. is they basically had like a royal game show every time they needed to pick a new wife for the czar. Okay, wait, that sounds cool. Yeah, so what they would do is they basically have this thing where all of the lower noble houses mm-hmm. had to send their their like, you know, eligible daughters yeah. to be picked out by and, and picked over by like the Tsar's family. Yeah. So they all send it. Now the game's kind of like rigged. Yeah. And the reason for that is because they there's obviously favorites and yeah. there's obviously bribes and there's already obviously money being changed hands. But one of the big things is none of the upper level families mm-hmm. get to are going to win. Okay. It's one of the only ways for a lower level family okay. to move up in the noble system. Yeah. And the reason you want a lower level family is number one is bringing new blood into the family line. So they stop getting all the weird faces. Yeah. And eventually bleeding diseases. Okay. Which will, uh, will end the entire Tsardom of Russia. But the, uh, the other thing is 
that way they're more hungry for it. That actually is true. <laughs> they really hungry. are. But also, if one of the rich nobles, okay, if one of the rich nobles' daughters, yeah, marries the czar, yeah. Well, then everyone's going to think that rich noble has more power. So there's like a good level of like peace because everyone's kind of equal. So you bring up somebody lower. I literally I'm picturing this and I don't know if you're going to be able to understand. But when you're describing this game to me, it is um, the middle portion of the classic film with Drew Barrymore ever after. When her and her sisters are trying to get with the prince, so they're going to watch the tennis games, and the mom um, it is desperately trying to get the really, really pretty blonde daughter. Yes, and the other daughter's like, they're like, "You're just here for the food," and she's just it's, to help. It's an incredible movie. I want to watch now that we've said that it's loud. like that, except that <laughs> except remove all of the fun. Yeah, yeah, it's Russian. Yeah. So there's probably like some cold. Bear, cold bear baiting, a lot yeah. of being yelled out and bear baiting. Bear baiting? Yes. What? Uh, what's bear baiting? It's where you bait a bear out and then you you kill it. Okay. Uh, usually using dogs. What? It's listen. Why are the animals so? Obs- they didn't have video games. <laughs> okay. Can I explain? Do you not get this? <laughs> I just. I don't, There's a reason I also we made don't video have, games. I don't play video games, and yet I have never decided that this was something I wanted to do. Okay, well, you've never been bored, clearly. Okay. All right? Okay. Why do you think... Have you not even noticed in the video games all we do is torture animals? No. Mario I, is jumping on fucking... Mario is jumping on turtles. Although, I will say, during the pan- pandemic, when I got you real sad, Animal and Crossing, I play Animal Crossing... And you tortured I them did animals. Wanna, no, I wanted to torture that fucking bear. The one that was in charge of the whole system. I forget his name. You uh-huh. know the one. Yeah, I do. Because I was like, this whole game is an MLM. And yeah, he's just making me this. pay up the uh, up. We've been down this before. And I want to get him. Okay. That's why I don't play video games. Let's get back to the story. Okay. All right. Bear baiting. So uh, he's married to Eudoxia. Eudoxia. Uh, again, Doxy. she's from a lower level family. She is described as a frumpy conservative <laughs> uh, Russian noblewoman. Okay. Cool. From a very conservative background. Great. Peter fucking hates her. Yeah, I bet. He wants to go on adventures. He wants to go on adventures. He wants to look at the stars. He wants to go sailing. And like, why sail when we have wheat? Oh, yeah. Um, She gives birth to three children. Okay, so she's good at her job. Two of them die immediately. I take it back. But the, old- <laughs> but the eldest, uh-huh. the first one, did yeah. survive. All right. Um, He's also named Peter. Okay. Uh, And Peter? Mm? Our Peter. Peter the Great. Yeah. Fucking hates this kid. He hates his kid. He hates his firstborn son. Hates him. Oh my god. So much. Why does he hate him? We'll get into it. Okay. Now, this next part is a little important because they were around that time when he's uh, you know, 17. Uh Peter mm-hmm. uh doesn't didn't believe in miracles. Okay. He is he is like he's part of, you know, the the Russian Orthodox Church. And he's dealing with a lot of different stuff, but Peter is a man of like he believes himself to be a man of science. Mm. So is this like um like the British royalty where they're like the head of the church? Like kind of, of like church? he can like choose bishops and stuff like that. So like he should believe so the So part of the this hype. Yeah, he really should because it's it's a big thing holding up his his crown. Got it, yeah. I mean remember also that the big thing with the Russian Orthodox Church is once the uh the Byzantine Empire, the you know, in in uh Constantinople when that church falls, mm-hmm. it's the idea and that the title of czar moves, Caesar moves from there to Russia. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff tied in with this. 
Uh, but Peter doesn't believe in like the icons, and a lot of people believe in Russia, especially at the time that you can put your hands on an icon, you'll be healed. Mm-hmm. You know, just a picture of Jesus or a picture of Mary or any yeah. of this different stuff. Um, so he he uh, founds his own group. Oh no! All right, uh, this group is called quote the all joking, mm-hmm. all drunken, okay, synod of fools and jesters. Okay, so. Um... The Flying Spaghetti Monster crew? Basically, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would uh, often often get hammered with these dudes. This was like his, like, this was this was his his group text that is called The Boys. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. It was this. his frat. Th- it really was. And yeah. so at 18, he, he uh, founds this. Um, in, so 1695, like he refuses to, to participate, uh, partakes in some traditional Russian Orthodox ceremonies. And he's like, just doing a lot of stuff with that. Cause he's like, again, he's like, I can get fucking shwasted. Yeah. And also he has and, power. Instead of hanging out with his boring wife. Well, and he has power and he doesn't. Yeah. He's like, well, if you kill me, then the people who are actually in power don't have power. It'll start a civil war. So I can just do whatever I want. Fuck you. Nice. Nobody can really, no one can really tell me anything, but I also can't really do much. Yeah, you can't tell me shit. Yeah. Um, in 1697, mm-hmm. he, he finally travels to Europe. Okay. And so Peter spends 18 months traveling across all of Europe. So he took a, a space Sabbatical. year, sabbatically yeah. yeah. from college. For yeah, it. it's his gap year. Yeah. In 18 months, he, 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 he travels all around. He learns a shit ton about boats, obsessed with boats. <laughs> He spends a couple months uh, working as an apprentice for a cannon maker. Okay. Um, he gets obsessed with like military stuff. And one of his favorite things to do, though, is he keeps pretending he's not Peter the Great. Okay. And, uh, you know, like he'll have like his guards and stuff like that, but he hasn't keep a distance. He's like, no, I'm just some guy. I am looking at me. I just need a job. And everyone's like, you're six foot eight. You're very clearly. You're a six foot eight Russian. And he's like, no, I am. He's like wearing fur. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) He's dressed like a crazy person. Yeah. And so he slowly starts to take this in about how much he and his group stick out. Yeah. He's like, we don't look like, like, he's like, as I'm traveling, as he's traveling to different parts of Europe, he's noticing like, there is basically like a Western European dress. Mm -hmm. And then there's an Eastern European dress. And the technology in Western Europe is so much further than where it is in Russia, much less in in Eastern Europe. And so he's like looking around, he's taking all this stuff in. He's yeah. like, these people wear wigs. Nobody has beards. Yeah. He's like noticing all of this different stuff. He's like, they all have navies. Their militaries aren't made up of drunks. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all these things he starts okay, putting well, together. That part, you know, I don't know. Well, that. he's just starting to put, at least not during the parades. Yeah. So he starts to put all this different stuff together. And so he travels. And then as he's traveling, he starts hiring people to come back to Russia with him. Mm. He starts coming up with grand plans. And when he uh, he's at a party with Augustus. Oh, Gus. Yeah. All right, Gus is back. So he's back with Augustus the Strong in 16, this is like 1698. And he gets word that the Streltsy have rebelled again. Okay. Remember the elite Russian military corps that murdered his family yeah. eight years prior. And Peter was... Bet. Okay. Yeah. Bet. At this point, he just found out that his uh his his stepsister, mm-hmm. who was the regent, yeah. she gone. <gasps> She's out. She's out. He's now strong enough. Yeah. And he now has like enough And he knows a lot about boats. And he knows a shit ton. So he rolls back, suppresses With Gus? Without Gus. Oh, okay. I he didn't rolls know back Gus on his own. He le- he leaves the fox tossing party a little yeah. early, goes back to Russia. 
he uh, suppresses the rebellion, yeah. disbands the Streltsy, mm-hmm. and has 1,200 of them massacred in the middle of St. Peter's, in the middle of uh, Red Square, mm-hmm. where he has them tortured, flayed alive, ripped apart, oh. desecrated, and the rest of them are sent to the east to be in prison uh, camps. Yeah. You know what? The Russians been torturing the same way since day one. Yeah. They're going to send you to Siberia or they're going to peel your skin off. And there's yeah. no in-betweens. So that's 1698. Yeah. Uh, that same year, he then finally turns back to Eudoxia, who he has been begging <laughs> for a while now. Okay. Fucking divorce me. Yeah. Please. Okay. This isn't working. I don't like We it. hate each other. Yeah. Okay. And also she's like, yeah, and I hate your mistresses. Because he's got mistresses. I bet he does. He got racks on racks on racks of mistresses. Yeah, he's got. It literally has uh, different area codes now. Yeah, he's expanded. And in and in the in like 1698, he finally has enough power that he declares that he's divorced from Eudoxia and sends her away to a nunnery. Okay, honestly, I feel like based on the very little we know about her, she probably loved that. It, it sounds like it was like she's conservative. Yeah, she does, she's big in. It's not religion. great, but here's the thing: is honestly, out of out of all the women that he doesn't like in his life, yeah, being sent to a nunnery for easy, Peter the easy. Great, that's that's a pretty good Flayed deal. Alive Siberia or a nunnery? Yeah, bet. Yeah. So, which brings us back to uh, seventeen oh four. Okay. Now, our girl Marta. I've is, been wondering where she was. She's Catherine. Caddy. It's, uh, she just gave birth to their first son. Peter. Peter. The other Peter. The other Peter. <laughs> okay. And Peter the Great mm. has finally begun work on his dream. Okay. Building the city of St. Petersburg mm-hmm. in the middle of a marsh, in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Because he really wants to have a port because Russia doesn't have a navy. Mm. And this man is obsessed with fucking navies. Okay. And he builds this port to the Baltic. Got it. And while they're building that, Katerina, mm-hmm. Catherine, and Peter, the Tsar of Russia, yep. are living in a small little log cabin playing husband and wife Cute. with their children. Peters. And just being happy. They're having the time of their lives. And that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, we're taking a little break this night. We're nice. going to take a little break right here because I think I think we got some stuff we got to go run down and take care of. Yeah, I got to go feed the pets. Yeah. We'll take a break right here. And when we come back, we will continue the story of Catherine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back. Yeah. And for the listeners, that was just a few seconds. But for <laughs> us, it was hours. It was a long time. Because two things happened today. Okay. Uh, number one, mm-hmm. uh, which is we finally tried to set up and use our smoker. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that somebody gave us. Yeah, it was a They're, hand-me-down. Yeah, it was a hand-me-down. They're like, hey, we've had it on our back porch for a while. And, uh, you know, it it works. And uh, It was also full of wasps when they gave it to us. It was full of wasps. So I had killed all the wasps. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Yep. And uh, today I finally hooked it up to a propane tank. Well, that's... uh, And it almost exploded. (laughs) Unfair. Yesterday I spent the day scrubbing it clean so that it didn't have any more uh, bugs in it because the beetle bugs took over. And I had to clean off some rust. and So I got it all clean. And then this morning I was like, let's hook this bad boy up to propane. So yep. we can make sure it works. And then uh, fire started coming out of the yeah, wrong part of the place. That was bad. And we said, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, I said, no, I'm not doing this. And then we looked it up and decided to actually buy a smoker. And then you made wings yep. while that finished while we were recording the first part. <laughs> yeah. So and we had to go eat the smoked chicken wings. We had to go eat the smoked chicken wings. And then uh, because of the timing of everything, I only had half my research done. So mm-hmm. I finished the second half of my research. And that was actually fun because now I kind of understand the questions of where you're leading with stuff. Oh, Okay. So that's good. Nice. So it's been like a couple hours. Yeah. So I have a tummy full of chicken and um, I feel great and ready to go. Yeah. And I just showed you a picture of what the uh, the fox. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a picture of it on Wikipedia. It looks like um, that image looks like you would see it on like a blue and white plate. Yeah. You would buy. Yeah, and, and they, serve make, food they make the foxes look like they're having a good time. The foxes are having a great time. But it, but they're being tossed mm-hmm. like 10 yards into the air. Yeah. They're like 20, 30 feet in the air to fall and then be beaten to death. That's not fun. Yeah. Uh, one fun thing about the fox uh, tossing thing yeah. I was looking up is they said it wasn't great to use uh, like more like mountain lions, like like midsize, like ocelots and stuff like that. said <laughs> not great. Not Well, no. Because when they land, okay. they land on their feet. Yeah, the cat, and then they're upset. And then they will latch on to people and won't let go with their mouths and claws. Yeah, because they're upset. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like there was definitely one rich dude who was killed by an ocelot. <laughs> yeah, good. Who was like, like, but giggling about it, like Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> All right. So I have two corrections. Oh, okay. Uh, which I discovered. Uh, first thing, remember when I said that uh, Peter the Great had a his first son with, was with Eudoxia. Mm-hmm. I accidentally said that his name, the son's name, was Peter. Yeah, we said it was Peter. No, it's actually uh, Alexi. Alexi. Yes. Very different than Peter. Yes. It's uh, it's Alexei Petrovich. Um, okay. Peter will come up later. Okay. Um, and also, I said that Charles XII of Sweden mm-hmm. was 18 when he took the throne. Yeah. That was incorrect. Oh, okay. He was 15 when he took the throne. Balding at 15. Yeah, he had the, he had the, he was going back. His hair was Ooh, going back a little sorry, bit. Sorry, bud. 
And uh, but he eight he was right around eighteen when the war started. Got it. So that part was like kind of right. I just actually yeah. love that. So where were we? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, they were living in a log cabin having a great time. Yes, because uh, they had just found he had just founded St. Petersburg. Yeah. So one thing you need to know about St. Petersburg is that Peter did not name it after himself. Okay. He named it after St. Peter. Yeah. Who happens to have the same name as himself. Sure. But he believed that St. Peter was like his personal patron saint because they had the same name. That's pretty Catholic of him. It is that's, pretty that's Catholic. Catholic energy to pick your patron saint. Well, and that's one thing that's actually becomes and will become important when we go through Peter's younger life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people he hung out with were foreigners to Russia. Yeah. So he turned more to foreigners and more to Europeans than his fellow Russians because the fellow Russians were all running to his stepsister, Sophia. Yeah. Okay. And because of that's, you know, the ruling nobles and all this different stuff, a lot of people just kept thinking he would be murdered. Yep. So the fact that he uh, was able to, you know, actually overtake the regency and be able to take back power. And then, which also I read, he is, he's actually the one Peter pushed Sophia into a nunnery. She sent her to a nunnery too? Yeah. So when the Streltsy overthrew, oh tried to o- do the overthrow okay. by saying that Peter was godless and he was hanging out with Europe too much mm-hmm. and he didn't like what it, some of his ideas, bring back Sophia was one of the things they chanted. Oh. And so he showed up to her palace okay. while murdering a bunch of the Streltsy. Sure. Tortured them. Yep. In front of the building. Yep. Okay. Including tying them to the front of and staking them to the front of her palace. Uh. So she could reach out the window and touch them. Oh, what? Why? As they begged her. Oh, no. For help. Oh, no. And then he was like, yeah, so, um, nunnery? And she was like, yeah, nunnery. I'm going to go. Okay, this explains, um, a lot about my experience in Catholic school with nuns. Yeah. Because they were not nice. Yeah. And they were not having a good time. Did you think about butchering their elite, uh, their elite military corps? I'm not answering that question. Tacking them to the building. I didn't think, I'm not saying I didn't think that. So, but what I'm saying is, yeah, their motivation. Now we got two new nuns who don't want to be nuns. Yeah. They don't want to deal with little kids. Yeah. Learning stuff. And so now in my mind, all of the nuns that were mean to me- Were war criminals. Were war criminals yes. who were sent to the nunnery. <laughs> it's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the three-bedroom log cabin. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're actually, it has its own Wikipedia page. Oh, really? I realized that after Is we were talking. Is it that cute? It's actually pretty cute. Um, it was constructed in only three days by oh. the Russian military. <laughs> It was built and it was used from 1703 to 1708. Okay, not a long time. Uh, but they were, no, they lived there together as a couple in that three bedroom cabin for five years while yeah. Peter oversaw the building of St. Petersburg. Okay. A couple things to, to, to note about St. Petersburg is number one, uh, Peter banned the use of any building material that wasn't wood okay. in the rest of Russia during this time because he wanted to force all the masons and better artisanal builders, artisan builders to come to St. Petersburg. Okay. He was like, don't build anything anywhere else. I mean, if you need to build a fucking house, it's fine. You can use wood, but you're going to build some nice shit. You're only building it on this swamp Island. Okay. You're only building on my fucking swamp Island. Yeah. That makes sense. So he, uh, the city was built by conscripted peasants uh, and prisoners. Okay. It's fine. Uh, and, uh, they're from all over Russia and sometimes he used Swedish prisoners of war. All right. Okay. 
Uh, they were all under the supervision of Alexander Menshikov. Remember oh, Menshikov? Menchi. I forgot yeah, about him. Yeah. So Menshikov, Menshikov is the, uh, you know, he's, he's Peter's best friend. Um, he's overseeing a lot of stuff as it's going on. And, you know, like I said, he's also really close with Catherine. Yeah, because she's his spy. Yeah, kind of. Um, tens of thousands of people died while building this city. Well, yeah. Just wanted to be clear about that. You know, a lot of people given the Qatari shit. This is, you know, old stuff. You want to build a big mega capital. You got to kill a lot of, uh, people. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, they lived in this place from 1703 to 1708. They're living in the little cabin. It's very cute. It's cute. They also, at the same time, while the city's being built, there is a new fortress being built there. The Peter and Paul fortress. Uh, which is named after uh, the Peter and Paul Church. Okay. Uh, in October 1707, guess what Peter did? 1707 in October. Uh, started a war? No, he made it official. <gasps> what do you mean? He secretly married Catherine. Oh, my God. That's so much more romantic yeah. than a war. Because at this point, uh, they had had three children. Yeah. Two of which had already died. Oh. Yeah. Well. Uh, but don't worry. I, okay. The third kid, yeah, it's going to be dead by the end of the year. What? No, okay, um, that's a bummer. Because they have twelve children. Wait, you just said they had three. Yeah, but I'm saying over their whole marriage. Oh, okay. Their whole time together. They but have, the log cabin is a log cabin of death for children. Yeah, but basically, um, they have they just keep having kids because he loves having sex with her. Yeah, good. and many other people. Yeah, <laughs> well, a lot of mistresses. He's busy. He gets a ton of VD. Yeah. Uh but they have 12 children. Okay. In total, only two of which live to full adulthood. And those two are Anne Petronova and Elizabeth Petronova. Okay. In but here's the thing, Peter loved the cabin so much mm-hmm. that in 1711 he had it moved. So oh. he had it moved to a more exclusive location. How did they move him back then without trucks? Did Just I, did I not quote slaves? how 10,000 serfs yeah, died? there it is. It's, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I actually misquoted that. Tens of thousands. Uh, it's not 10,000. It's tens of thousands okay, of serfs so died. so they did strap it to the back of human bodies. And yeah, them just crawl. drag that shit. It's cold. Oh, we got sleds. Oh, my God. I mean, or it's also a log cabin, so, I mean, they could have just picked it up and rebuilt it Lincoln Log style. <laughs> like Lincoln Log style? Yeah, that's possible. Okay. The, um, in, in, so he had it moved, and then later he had it encased in bricks. Okay, wait a minute. So, like, he had a brick out, outside built around it. All right. Because he was like, you know, hey, I want this to be safe. I'm having a hard time picturing it. So is it like... He built a, a brick wall around his log cabin? No, no, no. Like, now it looks like a brick house. Okay, got it. So, like, when they do deep dives into, like, Betsy Ross's, like, they cut it, and they're like, oh, it's a wood house inside of a brick house. Yes. Got it. Just like that. Layer cake. And, honestly, this is very similar to when Dolly Parton had her cabin <laughs> moved to the middle. Remember? I think this might be the only time these two end up in a Venn diagram together. <laughs> Peter the Great and Dolly Parton. <laughs> do, no, don't. Well, they're both great. Um, For different reasons. Okay. So, uh, Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so it's it's placed there. It's actually still there. Oh, okay. You can still visit. I mean, you can't. we can't go to Russia. We would be kidnapped and murdered. But <sighs> if we ever did, mm-hmm. it's been there, and it was encased in red brick in 1723 under the orders of Peter to be, quote, preserved per- for posterity as a memorial to the modesty of Peter the, of Peter the Great and the creation of St. Petersburg from nothing. Okay, so in order 
to showcase his modesty. Yes. All right. This is like when somebody is like, I'm the most humble. Yes. It's that vibe. So uh, same year, 1711, when he moved the cabin. Yeah. That's also the same year when he goes on military campaign against the Ottoman Empire. The Ottomans. Okay. Yeah. So Old school. he's been fighting northward. Yeah. Now he's going to start fighting southward a little bit. This is all still part of the Great Northern War, but this is like its own little secondary side quest. Because uh, basically, Charles Twelfth has been going out of the Ottomans being like, you got to fuck that dude up. <laughs> They're like, yo. So... He goes down, uh, and Catherine joins him. Oh, she all comes right. along, which is like pretty rare. But like she and brings some like ladies in waiting, and they go on this military campaign to Wallachia. Oh, do you know what Wallachia is? Now, is it's it Romania, like Iraq. Okay, no, it's Romania. Oh, Romania, <laughs> but it's Wallachia is like next. It's like where next to Transylvania. Wallachia is where uh, Dracula's from. Mm. So Speaking like of or, bodies on spikes, yes. So they're in Wallachia. And they get their shit pushed in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so Voltaire, the famous writer Voltaire, yeah. actually wrote a book called Peter the Great. And in it, mm-hmm. he describes how the Russians, when the Russians were surrounded, uh, Peter's uh, debating over whether or not to surrender. And Catherine starts removing the jewels that are sewn into her gown. Okay. And she turns to the other ladies and said, pile up all your jewels. And they did. They made a big pile of all the jewels, and they offered that to the Ottoman commander. And the Ottoman commander accepted the bribe and let them leave. Nice. That's yeah. That's a story. We don't actually know. What we do know is that there was a uh, a treaty signed called the Treaty of the Pruth. Now the Pruth is a small river off the Danube, and uh, Russia gave up trying to conquer territory in the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. They gave up a bunch of forts that are along the Ukrainian border. Today, it's the Ukrainian border with Moldova. Mm-hmm. And they also gave, gave up Azov. Um, now, this is very important because when uh, Vladimir Putin recently invaded uh, Ukraine, mm-hmm. he pointed to a bunch of maps that actually are of the Swedish Empire. And talking about how Ukraine didn't exist back then, it was all part of the Russian Empire. But like as you can see right here, he was— he admitted in the treaty he signed here that he didn't actually control any of this land. Oh. Don't, so it's it's I like all this. Are you saying that Vladimir Putin is lying and doesn't have the Russian people's best interests at heart? I'm saying that Vladimir Putin, uh, it plays a little fast and loose with the facts. And, you know, if he did a two-hour podcast and took a pause in the middle to eat some wings <laughs> and then discovered he made a mistake, he wouldn't issue a retraction no, at the beginning of the No, somebody would half. accidentally fall out of a skyscraper window. Push out the window. <laughs> Uh, so in 1712, okay. after all this, mm-hmm. they get back to Russia. Oh, they make it back. They make it back fine. Yeah. And in 1712, Peter's like, listen, you saved my fucking life, Catherine. Yeah. You're the fucking best. Love you. Let's make it official official. So they get married in front of people this time. Yes. Not a secret wedding. Ooh, big party Full wedding. Full boar, big old party wedding. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, Roast a boar. He gets married. She officially becomes a czarina. Uh, and she becomes the, you know. Now, is anybody, um like, arguing with him? Like, you know, because she's technically an oh, orphan yeah. laundress. Well, well, it's not so much that she's common. It's the fact that she isn't Russian. Oh. Is more of a bigger issue. Uh, because a lot of the, the, now the Russian nobles are called boyars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of these nobles, they're just pissed all the time when someone isn't like, no, they're not. They want part of the system. You know what I mean? Like they're fucking mad yeah. all the time about stuff. 
Um, so they're like a little pissed off about that. Uh, but, you know, he has his court system in place. He's been doing a lot of reforms and at you, the same you time. And you can't argue with him. Like, I'm just wondering if people are upset. People, you, it, you listen, can. whenever people argue with him. Against the wall, literally. He murders them. Yeah. And he he viciously tortures them in front of people. Yeah. Like, people are always like, oh, Ivan the Terrible. Like, Ivan killed less people than Peter. Again, and like, this Ivan is why is they can't be psycho. in a diagram with Dolly Parton. No, I'm not be at all. With you. Dolly has killed less. <laughs> she hasn't killed anybody. But she, but anybody is less than a lot of people. <laughs> and also, you don't know that. Yes, I do. I've been on her terrifying roller coasters. Her roller coasters are super scary. Her roller coasters will <laughs> kill again. She makes the scariest roller coasters. Um, so, but while this is all happening, you mm-hmm. know, she's Catherine's now growing in power, and Menshikov is starting to get in trouble. Oh, <gasps> okay. So in 2011, uh, in 2011, sorry, 1711, <laughs> 2011 was a good year. Yeah, 2011, good year. 1711, uh, Menshikov gets in trouble because they're they're doing some fighting in the Great Northern War mm-hmm. in Poland, and uh, his troops like uh, loot a town like pretty bad. Like mm, uh, it's it's, guys. it's pretty bad. It's like you know the way Russian troops would roll into a city. Yeah, you know, like recently they steal refrigerators from Ukraine. Uh, now. <laughs> Uh, they root, they loot this town, and Peter hates that. And he's yeah. like, "You didn't have control of your troops. You're an asshole." He doesn't like that. Yeah. In 1712, he's he's accused of just general corruption. He's in charge of a district, and he's not like dealing with the corruption. And that's one of Peter's big things. Mm. Peter's like, "Listen, no corruption." Now, is Peter corrupt? Yeah, obviously, of, he's of a course. fucking autocrat. But you have to be in control of the corruption. You can't have other corruption yeah, going you around. All y'all, all the other bitches can't be doing this. No, shit. only I can be corrupt. Which is actually very similar to Putin back in the yeah. day. There's a very famous video of Vladimir Putin traveling to Eastern Russia and getting all of the richest men to come in town and sign documents in front of him because they got called out for corruption. Mm-hmm. And he made them sign confessions on Russian national TV. Like, it's it's wild. Like, some of the shit, when they pull shit over there, like, they pull shit over there. Yeah. Um, so, 1712, he's accused of general corruption. In 1713, Menchi, Menchi. Menchikov uh, is accused of defrauding the Russian government of 100,000 rubles. Oh, okay. Wait. All right. That's Listen. Like, 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 that's, like, almost, like, a billion dollars. You can't. <laughs> Um, you can't steal money from this dude. I'm saying that right now. Yeah, you can't. We haven't heard anything about somebody trying to steal money, but the vibes I get from this dude, Peter, is that we are not embezzling from him. So, so let me tell you a quick little, uh, a side little uh, Peter vibe story. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's two. One is a Peter. Remember how I told you like he's super into science? Yeah. Uh, he gets super into dentistry around this time. That's a weird thing to get into. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, is he pulling people's teeth out? That's going to be horrifying. Yo, no. No. Legit. He has his own pair of pliers. No. And if you're like, oh, I got something on my teeth. He's like, I got it. And he just like jumps over oh, and rips your tooth no. out. He straight up rips your teeth oh. out. Uh, second thing he does during this time, because again, he's trying to pay, um, he's trying to pay for St. Petersburg. He's trying to pay for his Navy. Yeah. And he also wants... He also wants Russians to stop looking so fucking Russian. He's like, you guys have these long hair. You have these giant beards. You're mm-hmm. wearing all this fucking fur. No, you're going to wear the shit that the people in France are wearing. You're going to wear the shit that the people in fucking Denmark are wearing. Mm-hmm. You're going to dress like a fucking European. So he bans all of these different types of clothing, and he institutes a tax. Okay. That you have to pay a massive tax if you have a beard. A beard tax. He puts in a beard tax. And in fact, some guys refuse to shave off their beards so much so that Peter chases them down and cuts them off with like like himself. 
Oh, I, th- I thought he was going to behead them, but he I does guess. behead a few people. Okay. And sometimes when he beheads people, he will like legit like pick up the head and point to where the windpipe is because he's been studying medicine. Oh my god! And then he's like, "This is," and he's like super into like, "Hey, when you cut someone's head off, like, do they blink? Like, he'll pick up their heads. Like, Are they blinking? <laughs> nah, that one didn't blink. Oh no! Like it's crazy. He has a cabinet of curiosities. So like you know that the Muter Museum. Yeah. Imagine that, but just like one room in some guy's house that's part of a psycho movie yeah no he just has like jars and of, then just he's suddenly into dentistry this is red has, flags he has, everywhere he has jars of formaldehyde body parts no and just like weird stuff he collects a lot of <laughs> human curiosities mm-hmm. so a lot of like little people and a lot of very tall people he's a tall people yeah but he's, he's even taller people like so people have gigantism yeah. mm-hmm. uh he's basically vince mcmahon okay so <laughs> um. Uh. So, but we're acting all this stuff. So, okay. Menchie stole a lot of Menchie, money. Menchie's stealing money. He's being super fucking corrupt. But again, Peter's like, I'm gonna kill this guy. Okay. But Menchie gets really sick. With what? This is Putin energy. They suddenly get sick. What no, are you talking about? Menchie just gets really, really sick. Like scary sick. And then Peter's like, Well, we can't kill him. He's sick. And then like <laughs> enough time passes that Pete's like, Nah, eh, that's fine. And it's don't do it again. He just forgives him. He forgives him. Dang. Yeah. He's like, Menchie, you're a mensch. Come on. Don't do it again. Come on. Slap on the wrist. So now, uh, so now you know how Peter, you've now have learned about his penchant for forgiveness. Okay. That was one forgiving moment in what is a sea of terrifying other things about his personality. Yeah. So let's talk about his son, Alexi. Okay. Alexi from the, the first wife marriage. he didn't like. Yes. The first marriage. Yeah. So uh, Peter... Uh, always had an issue with Alexi. It's very strange that he's like. It's a really, really since weird day thing. one. Just a beef. So, um, Grand Duke Alexei Petrovich of Russia mm-hmm. uh, was raised by his mother to hate his father until she was sent to a convent. Okay, well now it's starting to make a little sense. She was making sure she hated Peter. Yeah. Uh, she hated all of Peter's ideas. She hated everything about him. Mm-hmm. Peter basically would roll into town, have sex with her, and then leave. All right. I mean, so like there's nothing there, there. There's no good side. Yeah. This is like Warhammer 40K. If you're looking for a good I don't person. I don't understand this reference. Okay. Already. Not for you. This is for certain people who are listening to this podcast. Okay? <laughs> okay. There are no good guys in Warhammer 40K. Okay. All right. If you think the Empire of Man is good, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. They are Nazis and they are fascists in space. Mm-hmm. If you think Chaos Marines are good. You're an idiot. They literally worship chaos. The only good people are the orcs because they just like fighting. Okay. <laughs> so Alexi's raised by his Did mother. Did you just start a Warhammer war on the podcast? Yeah. And if you like the Tau, you're a little wee bitch. <laughs> so um, Alexi serves in the army uh, at the age of 13. His dad demands Okay. at 13. He's like, Alexi, you're going to join the army. You're going to follow the army around. With, you know, your bodyguard. And he has to serve in an artillery regiment. Now, this is during the early stages of the war. Yeah, so, like, he could go to the Ottoman part or the northern part. like Yeah, no, he's in the northern part. Okay. He's typically in the same areas where his dad is because uh, he's actually around when they find Marta. So, like, he's just, like he's kind of there when they, like, discover his dad's, his new mom. Yeah. Like, it's, he's not in the room, but he's in the general vicinity. Okay. Um... So this is like this is a pretty big moment for him. He doesn't really like military service, uh, obviously, because he's a thirteen-year-old prince, and uh, this is kind of weird. 
when he returns back to Russia, he is constantly surrounded by um, nobility and priests mm-hmm. because his dad doesn't give a shit about him because his dad is too busy fucking everything that moves, building boats, living in a log cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, all these different things. His dad's like doing crazy, basically like. 1700 mad scientist shit. Yeah. And Alexi is just like, my mom's in a nunnery. Who do I got here? Oh, cousin Gregor. Cousin Gregor, what do you think? I think your father is an asshole. And we should go back to the way it was where we just beat serfs and had beards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think, priest? I think we shouldn't be listening to your father. Your father who likes to get hammered drunk. And throw foxes in the air. That plot's pretty cool. But yeah, so like basically all of these people are talking into his ear like, yeah. yo, fuck this. Um, in 1711, remember that year, mm-hmm. Alexia gets married to Princess Charlotte of Brunswick Wolfenbüttel. Sure. Yeah, it's just uh, some middle Great. of the, It's like the Holy Roman Empire type of area. Um, that's where she's from. The marriage quickly failed. Oh. Uh, the first six months, great. Second six months, terrible. They have two children. Uh, In 12 months? Uh, it's over three years. Oh, they okay. have two kids. Uh, one, The firstborn is Natalia. All right. And in uh, 1715, their second son, their second child, Peter, is born. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Charlotte dies during his birth. Okay. Uh, before the birth of his grandson, mm-hmm. who was also named Peter. Yeah. Uh, Papa Peter, Peter the Great, mm-hmm. orders Alexi to come to a naval yard to see some of the, the new ships. He's like, hey, come over here to this lake. I got a bunch of boats I've been building. Yeah. Check out our new boats. I'm really fucking pumped about them. And part of this was, uh, it was twofold. One was Peter has not been satisfied with how Alexi's been doing. Because mm-hmm. again, it's not that the goalposts have been moved. It, they've never been labeled. Yeah. There are no goalposts. He's just kind of like, you suck. And if <laughs> Alexi is like, I why, I didn't do, why don't you just love me? Yeah, well, no, we're not um, doing that. No, but here's the thing. Let me show you a picture of Alexi. Okay, that That's is a, a lot of forehead right That's there. a lot of forehead. All I right. just wanted to show that to Thank you. Thank you. Just so you know. And I mean, like, just to show you, like, how famous their hatred of each other. This is from the 1800s. This is a picture of the two of them in a room. But this is. Wow, that is just really, you can just see, he's just like burning with rage at him for no reason yeah now this is a painting that someone else made a century later they still but it's still they nailed it again still with the forehead though he looks very pale too yeah versus it well he's very pale because he's not a man of action like his dad i was gonna say is that why he didn't like him because he's not an outside kind of guy yeah he's not he's just he's a soft boy he was a little little soft boy yeah i mean he would be super into video games if they were around you know this anyway, whole podcast feels like a promo for video games. Well, I mean, because the thing is, is again, he's also surrounded by reactionary conservatives a lot who are mm-hmm. screaming that everything his dad is doing is evil. Mm-hmm. So Alexei himself is a reactionary conservative. Like Le- Alexei would fit in so well with like the fucking um, Ben Shapiro's of the world. Got it. Like he's just like a whiny little bitch who's like, no, but we were great back when we just used to beat serfs. And his dad's like, but we could conquer Poland. <laughs> um so Peter hadn't been satisfied. Not Poland, because that's where Gus is. Well, it's kind of the thing is, is Peter's playing Gus. Oh, keep your bros close and your bros. Well, because he closer. knew that Gus sucks at war. 
Yeah, but so he's like, Gus, go to war, and then I'll save you, mm. and I'll have to station my troops in your territory. This is Putin energy again. Yeah, it's totally Putin energy. It's okay. also like a little bit of America energy. Oh, well, um, yeah. So Peter, you didn't bring up oil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we haven't talked about oil yet. They haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> um, so Peter has him show up, and he's like, "Listen, you suck." Yeah, <laughs> just like standing. He like, like this is how I picture it. I picture it. You know, okay, remember in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. where there's the scene where the daddy Lannister is like cutting up the deer while he's like yelling at the one son. Yeah. It's like that. Like it's very that of like sleeves rolled up. He's building a whole boat and he's like, you're a fucking pussy. I've been paying all these fucking people to teach you French and to teach you math. Why don't you show me how good you are at mechanics and mathematics? Yeah. So he challenges them to Uh, math. Yeah, basically, he's oh like, show God. me what you know. Like, I like show his, me. I like this scenario where he's like, you're not as tough and cool as me. Let's have a math contest. Well, it's, it, it's kind of like, it's 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 not a contest. He's like, make me something. Yeah. Show me you're a fucking man and Build you're good something. with your hands. Yeah. You know? Uh, Alexi responds by shooting himself in his right hand. Oh, Alexi. Bud. Yeah. Uh, and this, it just says, and Peter took no more interest in him. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi, I was shortly, really hoping you would do something really cool. Shortly after this, oh, uh, Charlotte gives you. birth to Peter. And she dies. And she dies. So, um, R.I.P. Uh, Alexi, mm? uh, then uh, after the, the, the kid's born, uh, Peter reaches out to Alexi in a letter. And mm. he says, hey, um, it feels like you're not czar material. Okay. You ain't a bad bitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. You ain't strong. Nope. You ain't tough. Nope. You ain't alpha. You ain't about that life. You ain't alpha. You're not top G. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No, not top G. Alexi responds mm-hmm. in a very meek letter, which I, I actually read some translations of because I went to the library and got books. I know. I was there. And I, <laughs> I know. And I read the books and they actually have a bunch of translated letters in there. Um, and he does. He writes like a little bitch. Oh, no. And he basically is like, Papa, Papa, why not let the baby be czar and I'll just go away. Okay. And uh, Peter's like, fine, but only if you become a monk. Oh my god! Because that's the only way to get you. That's the only way to remove Alexi from, from the, the line power of, structure. Yeah, from yeah. the line. Of, you have to. You have to go, like, like go. You have to go. You know, take the black, like in yeah. Game of Thrones. Like you have to be out of the line of succession. Yeah, completely. Go to a monastery, and he's like, "But I like silk." <laughs> like basically, he's like, "No." Is Alexi just like a little sassy? Is that what no? We're he's about not here? sassy. He's not gay. He's just a little bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, because he's not. Because he has he has a lot of he has mistresses. Mm-hmm. You know, he has kids. All these different things. He's just not, everyone else is Russian, and he's been raised by French tutors. Got it. Got it. You know it, what I mean? It. Like, and his dad wanted him raised by French. No, tutors. exactly, exactly. His, his dad fault. wants him to be European. He doesn't want him to be. But as then Russian all of minded. the Europeanness is making him seem weak. Yes, because he wants all the fine so which, silks, which is what Peter's rejecting. While yeah. at the same time, all of his Russian cousins and uncles are like, "Your dad would respect you if you acted more like us." And he's yeah. like. Daddy, why can't I act more like them? He's like, don't act like them. They're assholes. <laughs> so, like, he's stuck. Okay, Alexi does, does has feel, no chance of he had winning. no chance. Yeah. With his big fucking weird forehead. Okay. Like, I can't stress how he looks like Eric Stoltz in, in Mask. So, <laughs> he do. And as someone who looks like Eric Stoltz in Mask, I can say that. Yeah. Um. So, Alexi says, Papa, let the baby be the czar. And Peter's like, fine. Uh, give up Silk. <laughs> and Alexi's like, No. 
And then he fled to Vienna. Oh. So he runs away. He runs away to the sausages. Yes, he runs to Austria. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's he's being uh, he's he's kind of like held by the uh, emperor, mm-hmm. uh, and the emperor's like that's kind of weird, man. Like the the emperor in Austria is like this, yeah. this is a little fucking well, weird. Not like that. This is a little like this is a little weird. He's like, and then like he starts getting the emperor there starts getting uh letters from like the Russian delegations. Oh, They're like, no. give him back. And they're like, that's a weird way of putting that. Oh no! He told me he was just visiting. I thought it was just a little walkabout, like his dad did. And they're like, give him back. And he's like, ah, this is weird. To the point where the the emperor writes to the king of England, like, I don't know how to deal with this, man. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Peter wants to murder his own son. And I... (laughs) Like, legit, I think he wants to kill him. And the George... This this is George I of of England. Yeah. Is also German. Yeah. So they all speak German. So they're all speaking German to each other. And, And, like, the king of England, who is German, is like... It's weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so they're all like going back and forth, like trying to figure out what to fucking do. So the emperor just sends sends uh, Alexi to Naples. Okay. Uh, and this whole time, uh, Alexi is traveling with his mistress, um, Ephrasonia. It's, it's a really weird name. Fersonia? Like uh, a fursona? It, it looks like it's pronounced, it looks like it's spelled Afrosina. Okay. But it's like Ephrosia. Or it's, okay. like, it's something weird. Name. I thought you were saying a fursona, and no, I said no, no. that's a whole different episode. So Peter, um, Peter sends envoys mm-hmm. who finally convince Alexi to come home. In from Italy. From Italy, they say, "Listen, you come home, nothing bad will happen. Mm-hmm. You can bring your mistress back. Like what? Like we, we it's good. Everything's we'll working. Every, everything's, everything's good. Cool. Like, your dad was heated, but now he's fine." You can it's keep all the good. silks. You can keep the silk. Uh, so he comes back. Uh, he's back for like two weeks. He, uh, when Alexi falls to his knees and begs Catherine, please let my mistress come home. Mm-hmm. So finally she's like, fine, whatever. And they pay for that and the mistress comes back. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Peter, uh, once the mistress comes back, Peter immediately accuses Alexi and all of his friends and every associate he's ever made uh, of rebellion okay. and conspiracy to overthrow the czar. All right. Um. They immediately arrest his mistress the second she reaches oh, Russia. Man. Uh, she confesses. No. Uh, the moment she is shown the torture implements. Oh, yeah. They bring her to a room. Okay, they open right. up a briefcase <laughs> yeah, like, full right. of implants. Like, I did it. You're and right. she's like, yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> whatever it is. Dude. Uh, so she signed a document that basically said that Alexi wanted to overthrow his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Alexi hears that she said this, mm-hmm. he breaks down because that was the love of his life. And one of his things was he really wanted to marry her. And now mm. uh, she was from Finland, and she was a commoner. Okay. And they're like, no, absolutely not. Um, it was a whole big thing. So Alexei is then taken to Peter and Paul Fortress in mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, uh, where he is tortured for months uh, by his father directly. Oh, God. Yes. This by his father up. and, like, the whole court, basically. No. They just, like, beat the shit out of him. And um, he is sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he doesn't make it to his actual decapitation uh, because he dies while being whipped. Okay. From just like his wounds. Yeah. Um, so over the next couple of years, so that's 1718. So over the next couple of years, Peter reformed some more stuff. He killed some more people. He built some more stuff. Mm-hmm. He killed some more people. He practiced more dentistry. Okay, that's He killed some horrifying. more people. He collected more people. He killed some more people. Uh, he mean, just kept- What do you collect? What do you mean collect? He collected more people. 
Like for his weird museum? Yeah, like dwarves. Uh, oh like I said, God. dwarves, people, like no, if you got a weird no, hand, no. get in my museum. Oh, no. Uh, by museum, it's just like a garden it's where he likes to walk ver- through and be like, oh, look at that guy. God, no. Meanwhile, okay. Catherine's there this entire time just popping out kids. Yeah. Um, And they just keep, they just keep. They keep doing Fucking. It. Okay. Having kids. Yep. Fucking. All right. Having kids. Okay. Fucking. I think we get it. He has virulent VD. Oh, ow. Okay. Because he is fucking. All right. Yeah. Um, he also travels around, uh, travels around some more. There's some different things about him going to different places. A lot of people talk about with Peter, especially that he is just like, he's endlessly looking for knowledge. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that gets confused by Western, uh, things when they're writing about it is that they always have this idea that Peter's trying to reform Russia to make it more like Europe. Yeah. Uh, and that he wants this technology, so that way Russia won't be backwards. When in reality, he wants to conquer Europe and he wants the technology to conquer Europe. Yeah. Like this man wants to keep expanding the borders. Yeah. It's easier for Russia to expand eastward towards Siberia because it's fucking empty. Yeah, it's Siberia. But like when he's looking at Europe, he's like, well, it's not going to be hard. It's going to be hard to conquer all that. Yeah. If, uh, if they got on cannons. They got cannons. We don't and got they're cannons. drinking a lot of coffee and talking to each other. Is that mm. shit called tea? That's new. They stole that from India. Yeah. So, so it's all this different stuff. So he's he's you know he also starts to look towards um, Iran, Persia, mm-hmm. um, and getting involved down there. And there's just like all this different stuff that's happening. In 1721, though, mm-hmm. the Great Northern War ends. Ooh, okay. Uh, and with the war, with the end of the war, Peter changes his title. Oh, okay. He is now no longer the czar of all the of the czar of Russia. Mm-hmm. He is now the emperor of all the Russias. This is actually the invention of Russia here. So a lot of people talk about Ivan the Terror, uh, the Terrible, mm-hmm. being the first czar, mm-hmm. which is true because that's the idea of the crown of Byzantium being moved to Moscow. Yep, and. There's an idea of Moscow being the third Rome. Yeah. So the first Rome is Rome. Yep. The second Rome was Constantinople, today mm-hmm. Istanbul, was yep. you know Byzantium. Mm-hmm. And then once that got sacked by the Ottomans, that transferred its power and majesty to Moscow. Okay. So the Czar of the Russias is also the prince. The, he's the prince of Moscow and the principality of Moscow. Yeah. So that district. Yeah. So it's that spreading that we talked about from before. And part of this idea falls underneath the idea of an all-Russian nation. Okay. So this is a concept because, again, we're used to the idea of Russia. We look at this giant thing on a map, Mm -hmm. right? And we're like, that's always been there. It hasn't. It's a collection of many lands and many peoples, which is why they changed their name to Emperor and empress and it goes from this idea of the russian group or where they are like this this little principality of muscovy mm-hmm. to the russian empire and all of the russias because that that includes a trinity of three sub nations the one being great russia the other one being little russia and white russia great russia is basically from the mountains Kind of like to to the west coast of Russia, right? All right. 
like going up against Europe. White Russia is Belarusia, and Little Russia is Ukraine. But even in their own idea, these are three separate lands yeah. of three separate people, but they want to kind of duct tape them all together. Mm-hmm. So when he takes this title, Peter's new title is, <clears throat> are you ready? Yeah. By the grace of God, the most excellent and great sovereign emperor, Peter Alexevich, the ruler of all the Russias, of Moscow, of Kiev, of Vladimir, of Novgorod, Tsar of Kazan, Tsar of Astrakhan, Tsar of Siberia, sovereign of Sykov, great prince of Smolensk, of Siver, of Yugorovsk, of Perm, of Vatya, of Bulgaria, and others, sovereign and great prince of the Novgorod Lowerlands, of Chernigov, of Ryazan, of Rostov, of Yaroslav, of Bolorusk, of Oldera, of Kondia, and the sovereign nations of all the northern lands, and sovereign of the Iberian lands, and of the Cartilian, and Georgian kings, and the Carbonan lands, and the Circassian and mountain princes, and many other states and lands, western and eastern, here and there, and the successor and sovereign and ruler. I like the addition of here and there. Yeah, just a little... Just just so you know, like anywhere, over there, over there. You know what was missing? What? A willy-nilly. It really needs a willy-nilly in there. That uh, is an incredibly succinct name. But that's the thing is like, we call that Russia. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they're like, he is the emperor. It'd be like us, us, instead of saying the president of the United States of America. Yeah. It'd be like, we're the, he is the president of Pennsylvania. The 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 Carolina Confederation, the Czar of Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. Like all of these different, like because we sit there and think of like Siberia as part of Russia. No, the Czar of Siberia. It's a separate czardom. Yeah. So he's putting them all together. He's like, all of this is mine. Yeah, I get that. Fuckhead. I get he's power hungry. I know. I'm I'm just making that clear for everyone. It's very weird. He scares me. So this 1721. So this and now here's the good news. Mm. Um, you know. They, Catherine and Peter, mm-hmm. it's, there's never been any weirdness there. No violence. That's great. Um, Just a lot of love making. Yep. Until 1724. Okay. Wait, what? In 1724, Peter suspects Catherine of an affair. How? How could she have time? With her personal secretary, William Mons. Oh, no. Now, Willem is, is sorry, sorry, Willem Mons. Uh, Willem was entrusted with administering all of Catherine's estates mm-hmm. in 1716. And after they, she was, uh, she had a coronation and she becomes empress and all these different things, he was promoted to the rank of imperial chamberlain. Within a couple months, though, of getting this title, he was arrested on charges of embezzlement and breach of trust. And there was a quick inquiry. Mm-hmm. And then he was suddenly beheaded. Okay, hold on. Did she say he was embezzling from her trust? Peter did. Okay. So, so Peter was looking for a loophole to kill this dude. Yeah. Which he didn't really need. He just did. He it. just does it. But I mean, that yeah. was the kind of one of the things is like whether or not he may have wanted one though just to keep her happy. Yeah, so she does something know. else. But there were accusations because they were really, really close. Okay. That, you know, that there's, you know, he's, he's always with her. You know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other side of the other weird part of it is Willem Mons is also related to uh, one of Peter's first mistresses. 
Oh. So one of the reasons why Peter was so into Europe was because one of his first mistresses was Dutch. And <laughs> Willem was Dutch. And I think they're like, they're the cousins or something like that. Yeah. Um, Imagine being like Dutch people are your gateway to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> there is, um, his head was preserved. What? In alcohol. All right. And it was supposedly uh, kept inside of Peter's weird cabinet. Of, mm-hmm. Curiosities. Yeah. And there is a rumor that Peter may have forced Catherine to sit in front of the jar with his head in it and stare at it for hours and to think about what she did. Okay. So that the thing is, though, is that might be one of the reasons. The other part is it could have been corruption. He could have just been embezzling. He could have just been corrupt. What he might have been embezzling mm. was access to Peter through Catherine. Got it. Which was what men she was doing before he yeah. got sick. Which is yeah, that combination of things. So what they were kind of, what the accusation was in general with a lot of them was that they paid Willem mm-hmm. to get access to Catherine. Oh. And then Catherine would then green light them to be able to be in their room with Peter. Okay, I see. So it's a pay for play type of thing. Yeah. And Peter's like, absolutely not. I don't need middle managers. We're not paywalling this. You know, that was kind of like his idea. Um, So like things get heated. Okay. Uh, And that's 17. Don't worry though. I've been worried the whole time. Because guess what Catherine does? Uh, What? She outlives Peter. Let's go. Just a couple months. Let's fucking go. A couple months after she, he decapitates uh, Willem. Okay. He dies himself. Suspiciously? Just dies. He's just, he does a lot. I mean, he's, he's just got a lot going on. He's also six foot eight. I was about to say he's very tall. He's that very tall. Shortens your life. He's fam. drinking heavily all the time. He's very Russian. He's riddled with VD. Just riddled. Um, I actually, now that I'm realizing it, I didn't have the exact cause on here. Of death, COD? Yeah, I don't have the exact group cause. Syphilitic brain. It's a big one back then, right? Let's see. Get a little brain rot. It Maybe it was a fox came in in the night and bit him. It just says here. Da, 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 da. He looks kind of happy on his deathbed. No chin. He had a gangrenous bladder. Ooh. Ooh, God. Yeah, there we go. That sounds so horrific. He kept getting UTIs, um, probably from all the VD. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was a there was a rumor. Okay. That said, uh, he was he asked for a pen and paper, and he scrawled an unfinished note mm-hmm. that because he had he had, did not declare an heir. Oh, remember because he murdered his son. Because he was like, I don't like you or your son. I don't like Alexi, so he yeah. murdered Alexi. So everyone's like, well, that doesn't clearly go straight to the grandson mm-hmm. if he killed Alexi. You know. Um. Apparently, he wrote on the note, "Leave all to dot 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 died." <laughs> like that's what, oh incredible. No, I don't think that is true. That's probably not true. Um. Gangrene of the bladder, bro. So one thing that happened, though, is uh, there's immediately a power vacuum. Yeah. Um, Panic. Panic. To which Menchie steps in. Menchie? Yeah, Menchie's still alive. Okay. He never killed him. No, he forgave him. And Menchie steps in and says, you know what we got to do? Mm-hmm. Got to make Catherine. Catherine should be the empress. She should run everything. And everyone's like, why? And they're like, because if we pick anyone else, they're going to roll back everything Peter just did and kill us. Yeah, that's true. To which all the rich rich people are like, oh, yeah, no, we should definitely be have her. Yeah. And that's what she did. She became the first empress of Russia. Okay. 
So that she goes from being possibly a washerwoman, war bride. Orphan, war bride, washer lady who started doing hard labor at five years old. Yeah. Now the Empress of Russia. Now she's the Empress of Russia at 40 years old. She's hard drinking. All right. She still can't read. Oh, no. She still can't write. Okay. She barely speaks the language. Oh, no. She is <laughs> She is an illiterate drunk. She, all right. And she sits there <laughs> she and said, she basically. you guys ever been to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> she sits there and she uh, she lets Menshikov run everything for two years. Okay. Uh, and she she actually orders the reduction in the military because the, the war's finally over and the Russian military is now the biggest in Europe. Oh, right. It's like over 300,000 total troops, like all this stuff. And she's like, reel it in, guys. Reel it in. in. I That's want some jewelry crazy. money. Um, and then after a couple of years, she dies of uh, because she has uh, it's like basically sepsis in her lungs from how much pneumonia she's been getting. Oh, okay. Because again, she's been drinking herself to death. Yeah, this, this these time. are hard deaths. These are um, like painful, ouchy deaths. But before she died, okay, she recognized Alexi's son, Peter. We're holding hands now. Yeah, Alexi's son, Peter. Okay. He gets to become the next czar of Russia. Okay, so That's you're Peter's grandson. smiling, yeah. which makes me concerned. Why? Because you smiling during these episodes about history means something bad could happen. Oh, nothing bad happens. Alexi is emperor of Russia. No, like Peter. Peter. Peter the second is emperor of Russia. Okay, great. For two years. And then what happened? He dies. Okay. Because he's a kid. He's a child. Kids back then just die That's all the time. That's what they do. So he had to yeah. have so many of them. Yeah, so then there was a big argument. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who else comes in? And then I don't write it down. Where'd it go? Oh, man. Oh, man. Dead air. Sorry. He hands the empire to the daughter of Peter the Great's mentally incapacitated brother. Okay, wait, hold on. So the 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 sister that's in the nunnery from the beginning of this story. Yeah. She was using the mentally incapacitated brother as a front for power. Yes. That's the brother we're talking about. Yes. So that brother got married and had kids? Yes. Okay. And so now one of his kids is the czar. Yes, Tsarina. Tsarina. Yeah, because okay. again, Catherine's now opened up the door that they're kind of used to having women rule. Yeah. They're like, no, it's fine. Women can rule. It's fine. Because in when a woman rules, in reality, the they look around. They're like, the men running. are really running. Okay. But it's in reality, more men are running. Because what's crazy, for Peter being called Peter the Great, mm-hmm. he was fucking hated. There's actually a famous woodcutting that I found uh, called, it's called the Funeral, for, uh, funeral March of the Cat. Okay. And it's the cat is clearly Peter the Great. Mm-hmm. And the mice are clearly everyone in Russia. Yeah. And it's the mice holding a funeral. They're like, oh no, it's so sad. A boo. We're so sad the guy who keeps butchering us fucking died. Oh no, not the sad cat death. Yeah. So um, um so so she's she comes in and replaces So okay, I is mean question. I don't know if it's mean. Is she uh, suffering from the same things that no. her father was? Okay, no. all right. She's she's intelligent and has all that other. She's okay. all the words with her. Okay, she got a wherewithal. Yeah. The other thing too is that her mom, um, which is basically Peter the Great's sister-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, she is one of the most powerful people in the Russian court. Oh, okay. Until like pretty late in Peter's life, like so she is she is considered very powerful, and then when she dies. Anna, what's her name? She inherits a lot of that. Okay, so right now, according to your not your things, this this woman who's running is the Tsaress or whatever you said. Tsarina. Tsarina. What's her name again? Uh, Anna. 
Anna. Okay. And does she do a good job? Is she good at her job? Does she uh, die? Uh, Young? Himself is a Russia stupid asshole. This guy's <laughs> such a... Hold on. I'm just trying to click. There we go. Catherine. Catherine. the second. It goes to Anna. I mean, she does fine. She's more conservative a okay. little bit. She's just like a little bit more conservative. And then she's succeeded um, by Ivan the Sixth. That's a child. You just picked, pulled up a picture of a child. Yeah. Is that her child? No. Whose child is that? It's like it's some like niece or nephew's kid. She's like that'll be that that'll when she so when she Anna just dies. Pick somebody else. She picked a child. Yeah. She's like yeah. The Ivan the Sixth. What? <sighs> okay. And he. Yeah. He is murdered. Okay, they murder. The, who's that? But who murdered the child? Uh, Catherine mm-hmm. and Peter the Great's daughter Elizabeth. Fuck One yeah, of the dude! Only two. There was only two left. Yeah. And yeah, she and when, she killed him. Yeah, she killed okay, that baby. That's funny as hell. She put that baby. <laughs> funny she as goes hell. and she. Puts, How old is that kid? Like eight? Yes, yeah, he's a very small child. <laughs> she's like, she, look at the painting of him with the crown. I know. Like, look at that little the asshole baby. Bigger than this head. That's why yeah. they didn't put it on him. Yeah. Oh, she killed yeah, the kid. She puts him. She puts him away for a very long time. She like hides him, and then uh, when some stuff's going down, she's like, "Yeah, fucking kill the kid." Okay, so Catherine's daughter. Elizabeth. Elizabeth kills Elizabeth the, the kid. Elizabeth the first of Russia. And now is she the czar? Rena? Yes. And then she becomes the czarina. Boom. Okay. This is wild because yeah. they're just like, if you kill him, you win. Yeah. You catch him, you got him. Yeah, exactly. Dang. It just keeps going like that. And now Elizabeth. Okay. She is older than I thought she'd be. She lives for a long time. All right. She isn't She isn't considered one of the greats. No. She's kind of actually middling, is a lot of them <laughs> consider. Um. Middling. But she does, she does like whip this shit out of Prussia for like a minute. Um, yeah, here it says Elizabeth led the Russian Empire during the two major European conflicts of her time, and uh, she does a lot of like really cool stuff. And then she dies and leaves it to Peter the Third, okay, who is obsessed with Prussia and immediately like gives up all the gains. It's just like, no man, Prussia fucking rules. We can't do this to Prussia. <laughs> But don't worry, he's only czar for a little bit of time because then, you know what happens? What? The TV show The Great on Hulu starts. <laughs> okay, great. That's Perfect. what gets us to Catherine II. That's Who's Catherine the Great? Catherine the Great. So this time it. period is like bookended. On one end, yeah. you have Peter the Great, and the other end, you have Catherine the Great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty crazy the Hulu time. Hulu show's so good. So entertaining. It's good. It's incredibly accurate. historically accurate. It's so fun, though. It gets the vibes right, though. Yeah, it gets the vibes. I do want to be clear. The vibes are pretty right. The vibes. The, the fighting of bears. Yeah. The drunken debauchery. The being like, shave your beards. Be more European. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck you. Yeah, all that stuff. The vibes, immaculate. Yeah. On point. Yeah. The history. Wrong. Fucking so wrong. Not a thing Enjoyable. right. Enjoyable. Can't wait to watch the third season when we pay for streaming again yeah. sometime in the future. Sometime in the future. But we're not scabs, so we're not promoting it. No. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, I learned so much. All right, well, there's going to be a test on this. so There's going to be a t- Oh, no. I yeah. never did good on testing in school. I know. Well, that's the reason why I tell it to you the way I tell it to you. Oh, God. Um, so I have... What? That was my episode. I loved it. I have my three topics. Oh, to add to your thing? To add to that's going up. That's going to go up live tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, I'm going to read them to you now. Oh, you're going to tell me them? I'm oh, my tell God. This you. was crazy. Uh, the first one is the story of Jack Kirby and Stan Lee from Marvel Comics. Oh, okay. I know who Stan Lee is. I don't know who the other person is. You don't know who Jack Kirby is? No. 
All right. That oh. makes me mad. Okay. Well, you're married. You to don't me. know who Jack Kirby is. No. You really? Why would I know that? I could. I should hit you with my car. You can't hit me with your car. You're in a podcast room. Um. The next one's the reopening of Japan. When did it close? Okay. Well, you don't know that either. No. Okay. Uh, and then J. Edgar Hoover. I mean, I I I know a little bit about Hoover. What do you know about J. Edgar Hoover? I know. Um, okay, so in the musical Annie, all right, there's this song. That's our episode. Where they talk. <laughs> That's our episode. There is so much fucked up shit with him. Yeah, it's like crazy. Like I'll have yeah. to read two biographies before I could actually good do get that your one. library card going. I'm, I'm listen. We went to the library. I was like, oh, research here is very easy. Yeah, it's a so, great yeah. place. So this has been our episode. Thank I loved it. You, you know what I forgot to tell you that what? I don't know if you know this, but um, when you were talking about the embezzlement, it reminded me of old memory. But my first dog growing up, we named him Rupal. We had a dog named Rupal for years. Yeah, because my my dad was um, being sarcastic. And said that because we got him from the pound, and that they were, my dad was like, This dog's worth less than a penny. He's worth a ruble. Ah. <laughs> it's like, Wow, okay. <laughs> so his name was Ruble. Ruble, yeah. Oh, you always say Ruple. Oh, well, that's kind of how we said it. It's a different thing. Well, it was Ruble as in the money. No, I know, like a Russian mm-hmm. currency. Yeah. It's now worth even less. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the, Putin's that was destroyed the, their economy. <laughs> that was the joke for okay. the dog. Well, now name. it makes more sense. You've never actually told me that. Yeah. Because you've always just said Ruple. With a P. Oh, okay. So I've always been like, I don't understand. I, again, just like Nevada, I say things wrong. That's fine. What are we gonna do? Do you want to say any goodbyes? Um, no. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for um being patrons and being hey huns and team leads and please vote on Alex's topic. I don't know any of these things, so apparently we need to vote on which one we need to focus our energy on. Yeah, they're all really good topics. Yeah. And I'm mad now. I should have put a. I should have put one. I knew no one would vote on. Okay, well, should have thrown a filler in there. But now I'm going to post them. Filler queen. Here we go. Ready? Bye.